0: Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night Podcast. I guess your TV must be broken.
1: (laughs) Ha ha, just kidding.
0: Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored.
2: Hey guys, Adam Ray for the
3: About Last Night Podcast. Happy Monday! What a weekend in Spokane. Holy shit. Spokane Comedy Club, shout out to everyone. The staff, uh, the comics... The city, you guys rule. I cannot wait to go back. It's a world-class club and um, sold a couple shows out just in a nice groove with my hour, man. The shows were so fun, so different. Um, So many uh, new things happened that I can't wait to bring to all my shows coming up, which are a lot. Uh, I'll be in Dallas January 31st through February 2nd at uh, Hyena's Comedy Club. I'll be at Comedy Works downtown February 20th, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, February 20th through the 22nd. Uh, In Denver, Colorado. I'll be at the Punchline in San Fran February 27th through March 2nd. And then uh, Salem, Oregon just added. Capital City Theater in downtown Salem, Oregon, March 8th and 9th. All those tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. This weekend, Brad Williams is going to be at the Copper Blues Live in... Phoenix, Arizona, January 24th, and then January 25th through 27th at Tempe Improv. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Today's episode is a fun fucking episode. A guy who has done it all, seen it all. Uh, He's a great comic. He opens for Jim Brewer and Metallica. He's a great dad. He uh, was in the record label business. He's friends with rock stars. He's just got so much fun shit to talk about, and we cover a lot in this hour plus episode, it's the one and only Joe Sib making his ALN debut. Um, you're really going to enjoy this episode. Joe grew up in NorCal. His folk split, was in the skater culture, uh, got into magic as a kid, which got him into uh, stand up, which is an insane path, but. He did it, and uh, and now he's uh, crushing stand-up, man, putting a-, a lot of work. I was one of the first dudes that met him at the Laugh Factory. He uh, even mentions it in the pod, and, and uh, he's stuck with it, man. He's gotten real funny. So enjoy the hell out of this episode. Follow Joe. At Joe Sib on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny at ALN Podcast. Of course, about lastnightpodcast.com for past and present episodes and your ALN merch. We got beanies and sweats and shirts. That shit is comfy as fuck. I saw a lot of beanies at Spokane Comedy Club this weekend, which was dope. ShopAdamRay.com for all your Adam Ray merch. I got a ton of new shit coming mugs, pins, and Adam Ray beanies, but I got some dope ass hoodies and hats and shirts all at shopAdamRay.com. Uh, Tour dates again on AdamRayComedy.com and BradWilliamsComedy.com. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and comment on the iTunes page. That helps us climb the charts. Make sure you're subscribed on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and watching the show on YouTube. Um, so many great apps coming up we're recording the Chainsmokers this week Marcellus Wiley Brian Friedman who uh, used to be Britney Spears an NSYNC's choreographer who uh, choreographed Brad and I for the uh, Funny Dance Show which will be on E! this spring so make sure you are subscribed because we got a lot of fun coming at you in 2019 baby now that we got the tour dates Twitter handles and merch info out of the way sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Joe Sib. well the weekend So it's time to chat about it Got a midget and a jew So why don't you sit down and Listen to our dope podcast During lunch, dinner, or breakfast Brad Williams and Adam Ray Are here for you any time of the day So come on and treat yourself right It's about last night
1: And then this tank comes out and, like, transforms into a dinosaur. Yeah. And then the di- Then the dinosaur... It's always a tank and a dinosaur. A what are the yeah. two,
3: like, most popular monster truck uh, mascots? Ooh,
1: mascots. I don't you know, know. What I'm saying? Like, when is, you
3: go to one... paint
2: on the side? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, like, there's all... Oh,
3: paint on the side. Well, I mean,
2: like, isn't that... Are, you mean the mascot that's actually running around in the in the venue?
3: Also a great question. Also, <laughs> didn't know there was that in the show. I'm talking about if you're going and your yeah. kid, you're bringing your kid or dwarf and you're going, yeah. Hey... This is your first time, but this yeah. isn't your first time. No, well, well that was my first time at a monster truck rally. It was? Yeah. I'd How have been. I been to one before you? I don't know. That's hey, a that's, wrestling. I put that in the wrestling category. Yeah. I've
2: never even gone. I've wanted to. Get I mean, the fuck out of and I here. Have <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, you, you I have a kid. You hear, I mean, I have a kid that I should have
1: taken. You hear the ads, they're the greatest ads in the world that go Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You know, the it, it's it, it's Bigfoot, it's going to be crushing cars. We got Megasaurus. We've got
3: Martha Stewart and God. <laughs> I mean like the names of monster trucks uh, are comparable to the n- silly names that strippers give themselves
1: wow uh, well Gravedigger is a monster truck I don't know if I want to see Gravedigger the stripper well <laughs> h- how dare you she's trying to earn a living so she can support her yeah. children and I don't know I don't know if I want to see Bigfoot the stripper yeah I was going to say I don't know if I'm, if
2: I'm giving loose alright uh, you guys are not invited to, to my Bigfoot. bachelor party
1: there, <laughs> there, let's see there was Tiger Shark uh, I would see Tiger Shark the stripper down,
2: it sounds sketch it sounds that sketch. could be fun for yeah. me Yeah, yeah
1: but I, if... no so, so if you're
3: inviting uh, someone who's never been what do you what do you preparing them for like what are you saying like
1: oh you, I can't wait for you to see this I mean and, like it's giant this turn into this it's giant trucks crushing cars I mean you, beer is there beer are we drink yes. beers oh god yeah. there's yes. beers and then there was a tank that came out it would transform into a dinosaur that would pick up a car and with its uh, claws rip it in half. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm in.
2: <laughs> I'm, I don't need to see it on Sunday. I want that on a Wednesday. I want it on a Thursday morning. I want I want monster truck rally sober 10 a.m.
1: And the the the, <laughs> the best part was that you'd you'd go and uh, I I was there just with a friend, but then you you'd see all the dads and, and their kids, and then you see these kids like when these monster trucks come out. losing their minds. Oh my god! Yeah. Like like basically this would be the equivalent Adam if uh if uh Ken Griffey Jr and Sh- and Sean Kemp th- like called you up and said, "Hey, we're going to play some badminton." Yeah, we're going to be playing some badminton at the uh, Playboy mansion. You'd be like, wow. "That that's the greatest thing yeah. that could ever I'd, happen." Yeah. I would go. Yeah. And not for the <laughs> and not for the Playboy portion. No. <laughs> they could we Sean Kemp <laughs> and Ken Griffey playing badminton. In fact, in they England.
3: would not allow uh probably women around there cuz they're yeah. like afraid that and then I will alley oop this Sean Kemp kid joke to you yeah. because I know it's on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> I mean, come on! I can't make it because I had his number in my phone for a little bit uh, when I met him, and then yeah. he was, said he was going to come to my shows, and then all of a sudden, just he a few exchanges, and then all of a sudden, just nothing. And I was like,
2: oh, you lost him. Yeah, I lost I've Sean that Kemp. Where you get? You I was going to say,
3: yeah, give me you, your uh, celeb no, he, where you are like, all right, new friendship, and then two days later, you know what? You know what I call?
2: You know what I call that? It was when because there's been times. Um, I think one time I might have scared John Mulaney you know like I'm a huge John Mulaney fan and Mm -hmm. we were on uh, what was the festival that they did Oddball
1: yeah and
2: and I got to be on uh, the side stage Nice. Like, while people were parking their cars. So that was pretty <laughs> rad. But Big J was hosting it. And he go, was super percent. cool. Yeah. Like, great. I'd never met him. And he he was like, hey, bro, you want a cider? I'm like, okay. And I'm drinking <laughs> cider with him. And he was smoking and he had the gloves on. It was everything you wanted. And mm-hmm. and he was super cool. And then I knew Melanie was on the other show. And I went over and I was kind of, you know, I did my set and I went over and I was hanging out. And then, you know, like, everyone's there. And I, I saw him. And I was like, hey, man, you know, and I said, I told him the truth. I go, dude, I, do, I tell you right now, like, uh, you know your last record uh, the New York new in, new in town I yeah. was like my daughter and I like that's our jam like mm. only comedy record we're li- he's like oh thanks and, he, and then later on he goes hey man you know I go hey could I grab a photo and he was getting ready to do something and he goes Later on, he goes, "Hey Joe, let's get that photo." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Dude, did he just call me by my first name?" So I was like, "Okay, we're it, like in my mind, I'm like, it's on." Like yeah. John Mulaney's my bro. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna hang. You're talk planning about trips, yeah, dude. We're going suit shopping. Like John, I always wanted to wear a suit.
3: That is a very bro thing to do to uh, create immediate uh, camaraderie. I had a yeah. fantasy. Let me was, see somebody measure you. Everywhere.
1: <laughs> There's no better
3: way to get let to know a dude inside and out. I only
1: see a 72-year-old Turkish man run his <laughs> hand up your thigh very slowly. Yeah, the back of his
3: index finger grazes the tip of your testicle.
2: You're like, sir, you've already measured me. Not we do it. it's
3: with my mouth. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. So the where's thing, grave the,
2: the thing that happened. The thing that ended up happening was was I, you know, we took the photo, and then then later on, I ran into him one night doing a spot at the improv, and mm-hmm. and I I was like, oh cool, like we're bros now. There there's my friend again, <laughs> and, uh, and not that he wasn't cool. Yeah, but did you say, he, did he, you say, hey, best friend John Mulaney? No, I went, no. I went, hey, bro, I heard yeah. you're living in Glen. I, sh- I shouldn't say where he lives. I heard you're living, you know, blah blah blah. And he kind of looked at me like, how do you know I'm living there? And it's, it's, he just, you know, in, in the eyes, it yeah. was like hi, but it was also like you need to take a few steps back yeah. and i you know w- you know it's it's not happening and i just was like oh okay like he like not that he was lame cuz if, if anyone's like dude you were lame with Joseph John lane he won't care but my point being was it was the look in the eyes of just it's not happening dude and i right. and, you know and
1: you just it's
2: it's such a bummer because yep. you're like I thought it was gonna happen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
2: but I love him still.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'll I'll tell you that it's probably a bummer for him too because uh, because he, he he's probably to the point where like oh no like he came out <laughs> he came out with such hope and yeah. then and I and then I gotta let him know like hey not, yeah. all packed up on friends guy yeah 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 <laughs> and, that's that's a great analogy all and, packed up on friends Got enough I've gotten to that point I'm thirty five where it's like I'm pretty good with the friends like I've got. You know, yeah. like you got like you got to come at me with something really strong to make to make me go okay. And by strong he means super famous. Yeah, and powerful and you got to have a water slide in your backyard. No, and but these <laughs> are the things that
3: you figure out as you get older as a dude where you're like how many more new dude friends are you looking to pick up?
2: Yeah. And and, and I think also as you get older like like for me you trust me, less too. I have, I have I have my core. I have my core yep. group of guys and I'm sure all of us at this table have our core Friends, I could go to it in my phone right now. My, my best friend, Buddy. I've been friends with this guy since seventh grade. Well, his name is Buddy. His buddy. <laughs> it's not even his real yeah, name. Yeah, you go to
3: hell if you delete Buddy out of your phone. Yeah, he's, you know,
2: he's
1: literally your buddy. I would say. I would say. What else could he be? <laughs> I would say
2: that it's him, and then and then the the dude I started side one dummy with, Bill Armstrong. We've been we talk on the phone. We've talked on the phone or been in the same room with each other for you know twenty four years. Like he's, yeah. you know, and and I have other friends that I love, and 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 you know if they're listening, hey man you know who you are but (laughs) but as you do get older like I feel that you, you have that moment Especially once you get married And have kids You start yeah. to say Bro you know what Like there's there's nothing To bring to the table I've already Right I, I, You have the you, you I can't go to a barbecue At your house um, Your kids are too young Or your kids are too old <laughs> right. Hey check it out I've met your wife Not gonna get along With my wife <laughs> Your wife's
1: super hot My wife's not gonna like that We're done <laughs> Move on Move on There's plenty of people You live in the valley I can't drive there I'm sorry There the, Now have you had to Have you had to Break up a friendship Like, like call someone one and essentially say like, "Hey, man, uh, it's just, it's just done." I've never, I've never had that moment. The only
2: thing, the only time I think we've ever, like, the only time I think I've ever had like a moment, especially now, because my wife and I, like I just described, you know, we just went through kids that were. You know to you know three-year-olds to now 17 year olds and, mm-hmm. and they you know it we used to thank you they used to have the pool you know we, we still do you know the pool with the backyard and, and the barbecue and you have all the families over and, and you got to pretend you know because my son's friend with your son and you know your son I don't really care but your the parents of the son are lame but oh, I got to pretend uh, for a whole you know and and, and you're not I don't want to say lame because I don't want to hurt anyone's feeling but I will it's the kid hard. sucks yeah. or the parents sucks I'm yeah, sorry you know and, and then you just and then it was just this whole this whole thing of you know, a lot of um, a lot of just Conversations where, and this is so bad because I can't do it. Where I have to fake I'm I'm excited about. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, well, yeah, we're really excited, and um, Nathan got into blah 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 school, and we're just realizing right now that he's learning differently. And you're just like, Duck,
0: I don't yeah, fucking you're,
2: care.
1: You're you're just looking at the grill, going, yeah. Can, if I slam my head Onto this grill And have burn marks Into my face <laughs> Like will I get out Of Dude, this conversation A
2: quote from my wife Once was I was like Gosh you know I feel like I feel like Sometimes when we have The people over The parties go so fast I, I don't And she said, like, Well yeah because If you're drunk At every single one of them You won't remember <laughs> them Joe And I was like
1: Really? She's like How many Heinekens Did you power to, You know, like, I, Enough yeah. to tolerate <laughs> Tim's stories Dude Which is 20 So <laughs> much And
2: also And you guys know this When you're in that setting Like I don't know But like the level of people joking around, like the, the, like the, the jokes that they're laughing at, like, and then I said, "I'll shut the door if you don't want me to," and yeah, you know, they, and you're like, "Oh my god, this guy's crushing it at this table right now!" Like, <laughs> really? Like, oh my, so the story about shutting the door before asking to—that's gonna right. kill, right? Like, you know, or you know, what? I, what's a, you know, the vegetarian vegan? It's the same thing. You're yeah, like, yeah, geez, yeah, You know, yeah. so that would—I was what I love now. my wife and I like we you know our kids are teenagers they're on their way doing their thing my daughter's graduating she's doing her thing my son it's like we 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 kind of got to like not say we never had to say goodbye to everyone they just kind of
1: not coming back they just faded away (laughs) yeah which is good because when they're little kids they have to bring the parents with them or there's a a lot of interaction exactly but when they're teenagers they don't need the adults around they don't they don't want the adults around you're like Awesome. A little bit I'm done. And that and that's gonna be even weirder for you because I mean, hell, it's it's tough enough for most comics. To talk to people that aren't comics, just because we're really good at telling stories and other people just aren't. It's just we're just better at it. All right, it, it, it's like it, I've, I have said after a couple of drinks. Trim
2: yeah. the fat on that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tighten you're it them up. Notes. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and it, it's, it's too be, wordy. <laughs> it's gonna be even crazier for you because you're also coming from the rock star world. Uh, so I don't know about it, a rock star. But... So it's like, but so so between being a comic and being in the music industry. Like, your stories are like, okay, do, is there any cocaine and hookers <laughs> in your story? If not, shut the fuck up. I have you beat. Like <laughs> uh, That's so funny because I, I never did drugs. I've never done drugs in my whole life. Really? Never. I it's never. Yeah,
2: that's so no, crazy yeah, because
3: you've also been, and we'll get into it, like your music world background is bonkers, <laughs> but now you're just as hard into the comedy portion. Yeah. So it's like you're living... I don't know if there's two worlds that that have drugs around more so maybe maybe Best Buy Greeter and Subway Sandwich Artist
1: <laughs> yeah because that's how you got to get through that that day well yeah right? how, how are you making 50 sandwiches in an hour yeah. cocaine yeah or, or just tolerate the guy coming and saying that's too much lettuce you're yeah. like Fuck! I got a. Then you go. God, I thought right that now. was roast beef. Yeah. You know,
2: <laughs> I'm convinced that a lot of people at, at Trader Joe's are—they uh, got to be on coke because they're just too stoked to be there. Well,
3: dude, I can like attest. They love it. I bag groceries for for a handful of years at Albertsons, and I can tell you that people at grocery stores are on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I mean, like- thankfully, I was in high school, and yet. Uh, hadn't been uh, hadn't succumbed to the the pressures around me yet because I was just like if I smoke weed I'll probably die <laughs> and then it's like yeah, I just watched the wrong video you know sure you'll die of uh you know of too much fun you know yeah. if that's what you want <laughs> or
2: eating too much
3: <laughs> what what made you want to stay away because <laughs> you know obviously again I don't know if it was uh the temptation or seeing one instance that made just made you just go all right that looks like a bad time or was it folks or was it because you have this like amazing energy and come, uh, you know, e- e- easily, uh, very personable and like I'm sure some people have met you. They've been like, dude, what do you want? Because you're so happy.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I wish I could tell you like, oh yeah, I-, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get into drugs because, it, you know, like I-, I had this, mo- not moral, but just this, this idea of I was gonna be different or something. Like I'll be honest, like if if you could have told me, I think. If you could have told me, hey, you can get high, you know, and I tried getting stoned. It, it, it just the thing was, is that I didn't like the fact that once it started, there was no way to get off that train. Like if you told me, like, like right now, sure there is.
3: eat two bags of sun chips. Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I yeah. never
2: had it. My experience was, I, I, I got high, and then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm just like d- taking a shower at a house, and there's Go a party. Yeah, it's just a yeah. nightmare. Did
3: you know? know the people at the house? No. Okay. A lot, that well, was that's at a party, bad. It
2: was a Fourth of July party. Yeah. It was the last time I smoked weed was literally like three blocks away from here. It was. A Love that. I went on a. I w- I was actually on a weed run. Like I got on like uh, it, in about for about six months. I was weed dude. Like I had the pipe. I had it was. Where's that cartoon? <laughs> I know. I was the weed guy. Like I was into it. And like you know, just like you said, I'm like when I get into something, I get into it. Like I I was like I smoke weed now. And I remember I remember I went to this party on Fourth of July. And it was before you know now with like we grow the weed and the lava rock and the guy with right. the lab. Like <laughs> this was like backyard. And yeah. It was the hydro hydroponic stuff. Sure. Oh yeah. And there was a bong. On the table and you know that pre moment before a party where like you know there people are like all right the DJ is going over there okay you load that and i i showed up at that time yeah. where the guy it'd be like you'd be like yo joe dude you want beer and i'm like look uh look we're getting set up just chill and and i saw the bong and i'm like hey can i can i hit this and the guy yelled from like in the back yeah and and but I, he said something else. I didn't listen. So I I take a huge rip off the bong and I do the thing where because I'm weed guy. I tr- mm-hmm. I pull the top off where the chamber and the finger. You know it looks like it's like an accord. Yeah. It's like a flute. Oh yeah. All of it goes in my lung. I'm like, dude, I just nailed that thing. And then the guy comes in and I remember he says to his girlfriend, he's like, huh? Oh my god, Joe, did you just dust that bowl? I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, dude, that's the green cherub. You know, hydroponic that Stan grows. And and I swear it like. I was like what, what, what and he goes dude I'm dude I hope you're not busy because it's on and literally as he said that dude <laughs> the I could feel it go from the the back of my spine to the back of my head and it was like <laughs> like like you know when they show pictures of like the rocket ship or like yeah. it's going through NASA and then that little rocket the next you know Whoa. the boost happens and then you're like dude I was like dude I was flying through space so high that it got to the point where like people were trying to talk to me hey what's up Joe I, I-, I couldn't I go dude, dude, dude don't talk to me I was so high I, I-, I go I-, I don't know why I was like I gotta take a shower and, the- and they're like dude it's the middle of a party they're like bro why are you in our shower and I'm like I don't know and then like they, they finally go <laughs> the-, the couple was like we gotta put Joe somewhere because he I started cleaning up the party putting it away people are like why is he putting, putting it away? the party putting away. away the party and the party's I mean, still happening and you're trying started. to put it away and I'm putting it away dude, this is like deep I'm in it putting in a way. Finally, I'll never forget it. They put me in their room and they're like, hey man, just, just cruise in here. And I remember there was like a that television show, Dick Van Dyke, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it was like a marathon and I was sitting there watching it and all of a sudden I'm like I watched all 100 episodes dude, dude you ready for this I'm gonna tell you something I was like there's no black people on Dick Van Dyke this is this is heavy racist this yeah.
3: where and then there was please one- tell me you got up and announced that to the party dude, dude
2: I not only did announce it to the party for like two days I told people I mean, I, and I it's remember a big deal. There, there was one episode I remember with uh, I forgot who it was that came on it, and and then I was like okay. not a black
3: person dude no one black oh one it was, black. There okay, was one so episode finally one fa- yeah. but
2: dude I'm talking sun rising and they finally go Joe We, you know we're going to bed you, you gotta get out I'm like, what time is it and it was the joke dude like 5am and I, I'm like waiting I came in here a few minutes ago and they're like you've been in here I was so high dude I walked from Uh, I walked from uh, La Cienega down to the beach, you know, like Santa Monica, like just Santa Monica Boulevard, like all the way to the, like still high. It lasted for three days. Three
1: days, For the people that aren't from here, that's a couple miles. I went to an all, I went (laughs) to That's a a good four hour walk.
3: And guess what? I've done almost everything you've said in that story. Showered at a random house? Check. Walked too far to get the high down? Check. Okay. Uh watched a Dave Van Dyke marathon? No. But, but watched now? a Family Matters marathon? Check. <laughs> um try to put a party away? Yeah. These are all symptoms of being too high. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was a nightmare. And that's and like so for me
3: And that was Uno that was n- number one time. That was oh the no first?
2: no no! I I you know what it was was like I had is the first time
3: you'd done it a little bit. Too no, much. this
2: was like like what happened was this was like I was living in LA. I'd never I was never drug guy back home. I grew up in Northern California. I right. never did any drugs. I remember once I bought when I was in high school. I bought they used to sell black beauties, you know. It was like speed, and I was going to see the Circle Jerks uh in San Francisco and I was like, I'm gonna do speed and see the circle jerks. And I and I carried around, I got him on a Friday. I carry I went to San Francisco, carried him around that whole night. Uh came back to San Jose, went back up to San Francisco, carried him around on Sunday. I was like, I don't know. And then I went back to the guy that sold them. I'm like, hey, um, hey man, what's up? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, um, you know those black beauties you sold me? He's like, Yeah and I'm like um. Yeah, I, I didn't use them. Can, can I? Can I get my five bucks back? And he, and I remember right then I found out there's like a no return policy on drugs. He just looked at me like, get
1: the fuck away. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then and then you called the cops. it was like, hey, I'm trying to get these drugs back, yeah. and the guy won't give me my. I would, of, yeah,
2: I would be the type of guy that would ask my dad, like, Dad, you know. But uh, yeah. I. So for, I just never was drug guy. But when I came down to L. A. And I was just I was on it was like, it was just this moment in time, this one summer where I was like. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna smoke weed. I wanna smoke weed. And, yeah. and there was, I had some good moments on it, but the la- that it was July 4th, and that was it. And that was like, that's like 15, 20 years ago. Like, it was so long ago. Fuck. It just wrecked me.
3: Wait, What's so growing life? up in, in NorCal, what, what part specifically?
2: San Jose, Santa Cruz. I oh, grew dope. up. My mom lived in Santa Cruz. My parents got separated. We grew, we grew up in, I grew up in the mountains of Santa Cruz uh, up until about 10 years old, redwood trees, horses. Wow. Uh, my parents were like the original, like I always say they were like the original hipsters or like, they were like, they're both Italian, Catholic, Irish, my mom, Irish, my dad, Italian, and they were just like from the East Coast and they were like, we just want to go to California. And get away from our parents, get away from religion, yeah. get away from mm-hmm. everything we're supposed to do. Yeah. Let's go as far away as we can. And they moved to Santa Cruz. And my dad at that point was teaching at Santa Clara University and what they wanted to do was build a ranch where they would have horses that they would take care of. Cause that was the big dream for my mom and dad to ride horses. Like my dad grew up with you know, those television shows like I think Bonanza and yeah. Gunsmoke and it was like, it's the equivalent of like a monster truck rally. Like, that's what I want to do. You know, yeah. like he was like, I want to ride horses. I want to do this. And they came to California and they they built this ranch and they took care of horses. I had no interest in it. Yeah. I was like, I wanted cement. I wanted to be in the city. I wanted to skate. I was really into skateboarding. That's where I first started skateboarding. Wow. With this little patch of cement. Tough to skateboard on
3: a farm. Dude. Yeah.
2: And you ready for this? I Adam, you'll love this. I threw I threw a skateboard contest <laughs> out there. Uh, and, and I won it, of course. <laughs> yeah. and, Home court advantage. And right. I skated against kids that had never skateboarded, and they had cowboy boots on. <laughs> like, they're like,
3: what are <laughs> we doing? they not I'm like, win?
2: Yeah, I'm like, we're going to have a skateboard. That's and like t-
3: bringing tampons to a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you're not prepared is yeah. the point of that. Um, Sweet. So, so were there other animals besides the
2: Oh, yeah, horses? we had everything. Horses. We had horses and goats, and we had our own well with water.
1: You and had goats? We had everything and the whole time you're just not into it you're just thinking like I gotta get out, gotta I gotta, get out of here I gotta get to the city I was city. probably
2: the only kid that when his parents got divorced I was like yes that's a good idea <laughs> I was I was happy for them Like like, like fingers
1: we, crossed someone's gonna move to the city yeah was it yeah. like who gets my the mom, well who gets the mom, goat yeah. like, I no no not
2: at all at this point at this point when they got separated my, my dad's like I'm moving to San Jose 30, you know, it's 40 minutes away. My mom's like, I'm moving into this Santa Cruz. At that point, the city, which, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you're right by the beach. I was like, let's go. And immediately that was just the best because we moved into this like apartment and, you know, sidewalks everywhere. I was near the beach. I started meeting other kids that skateboarded. And I just, and it was just Game just, over, right? Yeah,
3: it was on. You, and you knew that was going to happen. I was hoping
2: that was going to happen. You were, gonna you were happen.
3: like, I can't keep living uh, near a well because I might fall into it and never get out. <laughs> Be the boy in the well. I mean, that's yeah. my first thought. I mean, it has, did you? I mean, nobody fell in the well, right? No one fell in yeah. the well. But you had to get out and you did. And then, like, was there one moment where you, like, in the city skateboarding, like, what was the your first taste of city life that was so, like, oh man, this is what I was f- uh, fiending for? Oh, and I'll, I'll
2: tell you, yeah. I was, I was, I, I met these kids, and we were living in this apartment, and they go, hey man, you want to, you, you know, you do you skateboard, and I was like, yeah, and at that point, like, skateboarding wasn't a sport that. Is today where it's like, hey, we're gonna, you know, you're gonna be on ESPN and you're right. sponsored, no you're the good kid. It, yeah, it, it was like, just, hey man, rebels. I skateboard because I smoke a lot of weed yeah. and I've been asked to leave my high school. Oh, really? You know, like, like, yeah, it was very like the kid that skated was, he was, he was an individual. He was totally different than the rest of the kids. Sure. They
3: still got and, girls though, right? Yeah. I remember kids in my high school, so, like a lot oh. of them that skateboarded. Got girls, you totally. know, and some were better than others. Totally, but, but there was always a girl that was like, "I like that he doesn't wear shoes. Shoes or are shirt. holding them back." Yeah, Santa Cruz. Dude. Yeah. Santa oh, Santa Cruz. Oh is my the God. Capital of yeah, no shirt. Let those nipples breathe, dude. Uh, and, and also, good band name. <laughs> but I,
2: I let those nipples breathe. Uh, that's an album name. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's not a band name. Album. Uh, the thing that the thing that for me that was so cool was at that point, you know, I'm I'm probably like seventh grade, and I'm living with my mom, and and it's it's great because. Also, I'm experiencing that you know mom has to work so yeah. there's a lot of time that I don't have like now yeah. I'm able to like do what I want to do and hang out with who I want to hang out with And but I was I was also a kid that was super like I never hung out with sketchy kids like I knew sketchy kids like this is something I go through with my son yeah. all the time because mm-hmm. he ha- he'll he have friends that are straight up like I go you know he'll be like dad my friends think you don't like them you know when you meet them you know you, you, they think you don't like them I'm all dude tell them I don't like them because <laughs> they are not they're not cool they're like By I, know the way, what, I know what you guys are doing yeah. and, and they'll be like we're you know this one they'll be sitting around. I go what do you guys do we're gonna go hang out down at you know uh, uh, Fairfax and I go no you're not there's nothing going on on Fairfax that right. you need to be doing no but we skate down there and I tell and him I tell them straight, I, I go you guys aren't even skaters i'm Fifty-one, and I, <laughs> I skate more of a better <laughs> than you, and I, I skate more than you. Yeah,
1: let me show you a kickflip. <laughs> no, but
2: I'm like, dude, you guys, like, no. And I go, you just carry it around. No, we don't. I don't. wish I could
3: tell your kids um, too, right? I got two, two yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, both boys, right?
2: No, I got a, my daughter. My daughter's seventeen, and my son is about to be fifteen.
3: I wish I could tell them how fucking lucky they're to have you as a pops because <laughs> that's funny. Also, it's like their friends. I'm sure there are too some friends of theirs that like are like, oh yeah, your dad's a shit. Like they get it right, and they'll they're be, like, there'll be some, kids, and they'll be cool with you. Yeah,
2: there was a kid, there's and they'll a, let
3: you be yourself around them. Totally. Yeah. No, there's
2: this one kid that that you know, and it's he he. I've heard him say because my son will you know i'll say hey you know you guys let's do this and my son will say you know he'll there'll be some pushback. and i'll be like hey bro you know dude we're not doing that and then he'll push back again and i'll hear his his friends say you know to to my son nate hey, nate dude your dad's right like we don't need to go there and and i and i'll look at the kid and, and you know he's he's saying like bro we're stoked that we got to do A, B, and C. Your dad's not into driving us to Burbank and hanging out at Good Guys or whatever sketchy place you want to hang out at, you know? <laughs> and, and that, you know, that's just, that's just where we're at, you know? I mean, literally the last, uh, like, if you said to me, cause a while ago, someone said to me, like, you know, they're like dude you know did you hear what trump did or you know just polit- mm. all the politics going on and i was like dude if trump isn't talking about vaping or is it like i don't know all i know that i'm into right now is vaping like i need i'm i'm monitoring people vaping that's like my like i'm looking for the pen i'm looking right. for the like the difference between cartridges. The, niceties, the cartridges that yeah. It and i and i've gotten so good at being able to catch it um being able to like you know the other night the, these kids came over and uh they're all hanging out and they're like okay we'll and I always the kids are like, hey, what's up, Mister Sim? And he's over the top. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I know this game.
1: Okay, <laughs> you're being super nice. You're being super nice Trying because to get to there's have my beers in that backpack, bro. Yeah. I get it. There's yeah.
2: beers in that backpack. They're warm. You don't even know where you got them from. And like, he had the backpack on, and I'm and they're like, yeah, we're go- We're going down to the. We're gonna go down to the park. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm, oh, really? We go to the park at eight, eight at night in the rain? Oh Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go down there and just hang out. and I'm like, okay, cool. And and the backpack's on. I'm like, yeah, let's, we'll leave the backpack because you guys. And yeah. they all look at me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're leaving the backpack. What do you mean? And then, like, the bro looks, they all look at each other like, how do we get out of this? Like, I've got them in this Houdini, like, lockdown. And then I go, yeah, you know what? And I just reach over there and I grab the backpack and I can just, you know, you just know the weight
1: of of 40s.
2: And then they go, they go like this. I go, yeah, well, you know, maybe we won't go to the park. I go, no. You're going to the park
1: <laughs> you're right, you're gonna go on those slides yeah, yeah. sober yeah, yeah and yeah. this is the decision that you've Dude, made. My
2: daughter had a party once. I'll never forget it this yeah. is a true story this is a true story my daughter this is the difference though, with my daughter though. Yeah. this is how rad she is yeah yeah she uh she would throw a party and not indulge in any like activity and I would say to her friends, come on man, does she mm-hmm. like they go no she doesn't Joe, there'd be a Mr. Sib she doesn't you know she doesn't drink you know she doesn't smoke weed she just you know she's just hurt. and i go really she had this party she had all these people at the house Play, the do we it was it was raging so hard this party it was over by 10 o'clock at night i mean like let's this put this a, way at your, oh, dude. At, at your house this is at my house oh, this, damn. It, it, you ready for this i have these this, these two guys that live next door to me it's two armenian brothers because mm-hmm. i live in glendale everyone's armenian sure. except our family it's true so, huh oh everybody
3: like yeah. you hear the jokes but it truly they love me
2: though they think I'm Armenian. They've as long as it. I don't talk too much. well Sure. Yeah.
3: Jet black hair. You got some hair on They're your body. V-neck. Got the black V-neck. <laughs> yeah, Wait, so exactly. what? Um. Okay. So you got some so, best friends.
2: So these two guys, these this boys. Yeah. These these teenagers. I've known them forever. where they used to throw ragers, and I would I would I would I would go, Hey man, check it out. Like I know your dad, and he's not going to be stoked. So here's the deal. Um. Put the party inside the house. Go as late as you want. And the, and I remember at one time, you know, they like were raging out there, and the next morning I went over and, and I knocked on the door and the the, the the Armenian brothers you know they answered the door and it was so funny because I thought like I'm gonna the way they were talking because I just see him through a I just hear him through a fence yeah like, every other motherfucker gonna fuck you up I'm like I was a little sketch like dude is there gonna be a throwdown? Oh. Mm-hmm. but I gotta let these guys know we can't be raging in the backyard smoking weed with my five and six year olds no. like dad why does it smell like a skunk back here yeah. you know like my well, cause son because they, they got the sticky icky the son the f- yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway I went over there befriended them and and for years they've already you know now they're like you know they're adults and i said to them hey man my my daughter's having this party can you guys run the supply front the door? weed no, oh okay <laughs> sorry yeah can you run the front door so i literally had them running the front door and this was so great it, it was it was a party in june i'll never forget it. the next day i was at my son's baseball game and and i see these parents and they're like oh my god did you see that my son was at this party last night and, he's, mm-hmm. and they're showing this video and i go i look over i go yeah that, that's my house and they're like what i'm like yeah, that's my house so like, you had a party like that I'm like yeah There was anyone there I go well I wasn't allowed to go to it my wife was she was you know upstairs watching but dude it got so out of control but this is the best part about it. my two <laughs> Armenian brothers that mm-hmm. were next that monitored the door and they were great every kid they were which, the bouncers dude they were the bouncers and the kids were showing up I'm not I swear to God you guys I'm not making this up yeah. kids were showing up cases of beer and, they, and the guy would be like whoa no bro you're not bringing that in what? Just take it from him, and then he'd put it by the side door or by the, the our garage, and then kids would show up. Dude, kids were showing up with cigars, bro. We're not bringing cigars in. We're bringing <laughs> bottles of brand. I mean, dude, it's all Pasadena 17-year-olds. kids. Seventeen year old, dude, sixteen year olds, seventeen wow. year old, dude. We still oh, to this day, once in a while, Karen will be like, Where's this liqueur from? I'm like, We got it from the party. Like <laughs> I I confiscated so much alcohol. It's a great way to do it. It lasted our booze. whole summer. Yeah. I dude, I am not making up. Adam, I had beer. I had I remember the party was the party was in June. I had beer till December at Thanksgiving. People were like, By the way, <laughs> you have so much beer and I was you, like, Yeah, yeah. Here you go. This go.
1: one throw one team party and you're set for the year. <laughs> this
3: is I was just gonna say, this is a brilliant formula to acquire booze for a party every year that you title Confiscation and you go <laughs> this year where are you holding Confiscation what day is it well yeah. this year we're going to do it on Purim because everyone's traveling or Flag Day or 4th of July and you have your ki- the kids host a party kids. have the Armenian bouncers be there yep. acquire all the booze yep. uh, take it back from your 15 16 17 year old self which shouldn't have it Put it in a fucking, uh, you know, garage and then go and then bring that out for the uh, the adult party yeah. called Confiscation, I'm telling who's right. also their first album is Let the Nipples Breathe. Right.
2: Let the Nipples Breathe. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, the thing that the best thing about it was, though, because I get so paranoid and every parent, you know, if there's any parents that, you know, you're like, dude, I can't believe you'd have, you know, these 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 uh, people, kids back there, you know, drinking. But the thing that
3: keep the, it in your house, though, the, right? no,
2: what I was going to say is this we had it at our house but the thing that was so awesome about it was there never was any alcohol it was yeah. the most these kids were so like they came so fired up to and drink if, and if they had drank before they got in they had a good time but once they sure. got there they they, were they realized sick. they didn't need it right Yeah, because my neighbor my neighbor he was so great and the thing i loved about him was he wasn't some old guy he was a young dude he's like 22 years old 23 years old so he was just like he was just like hey, bro no and like i remember these kids were like but i just because you remember getting a case of beer when oh, you were seventeen. He was was spent like, all it was, week doing that. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, that's like a lot of. Hey, and, and he was just- impressing
3: a girl, bringing that over. She was like, "Well, I like Nighty Ice, but I've been more of a Don Julio girl lately." And he's like, "I got gotcha. you." Yeah, yeah. Hey, and you
2: remember this, dude. So we're we going to that party. Yeah, dude, you got beers, right? Yeah, dude, I got I got a 12 or a course light, dude. Right.
1: Okay. I've been h hi- I have been i have been hiding in my bed hiding for three months. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> waiting I'm, for the perfect occasion. Here yeah. it is. So
2: that was for my wife and I. That was a, that was but this party. So th- what I'm trying to say is is that I've been super fortunate that my kids, like, as much as <clears throat> You know, you said like their friends might be like your dad's cool, like. But I will say this for my daughter: what's what's just started to happen, which is super cool, is, um, so like if I'm doing a set at the improv and it's a Thursday night, I've like in the past I'd be like. It was always like if I headlined, it'd be like a family event, like Dad's headlining, and we all gonna go. And the improv, which is great, they'll let them, they'll give your own, they give them a table. They love the family being there. Same with the ha 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 ha. Like Jack Senior loves when you bring your kids and your family. That's awesome. Um, uh, But the thing lately with the improv is that if I get a spot, I've had my daughter. Go, hey, I saw that you're on at 10 tonight. Um, I'm bringing my girlfriends. And now they'll come to a show, and they're all underage. So for them, they get into a place that they can be, you know, it's okay. It's not illegal for them to be there. Right. They get to sit at a table, and now they're into stand up. So, like, Whoa. you know, they'll, they'll come. That's they'll see cool. a show. And it's just a trip because they get there before me and, like, uh, you know... To Joe, see other comics, yeah, maybe? Joe yeah, Joe will be like, Joe will be like, hey, man, your daughter's in there and, she, you know, she's got a table in the back. We set her up, you know, and I'll be like, wow. And, you know, they're not being lame. They're just like, they're, they're, you know, comedy's happening. That's cool. go. By the way, wow. how, gra- how
1: great is that that the kids are doing that and, and you... Can have that it, access Dude those
2: the, One of the best feeling In the world they're, is They're watching stand One of the best feeling is Is your daughter Coming to the show That you're on And, and yeah. you're like Wow One of the worst feelings is, is seeing her leave And you're like I haven't gone up And she's like I know
0: See, like, yeah. I just
2: wanted to see Spade, or you know, oh, I heard yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Eric Griffin just got. I love oh, him, or fuck. you know, Jason Collins. We think, he, I'm like, and you are like these, whoa, these whoa, are
3: all whoa, homies whoa. of mine. But also, yeah. I
1: made you. They didn't. Yeah. She's
2: like, Dad, it's okay. But you know, she's
1: also say, my also you know those things called uh, Lights. Yeah, my <laughs> jokes keep these on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So maybe support them. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had a joke. <laughs> I remember
2: I remember I, yeah. I remember I had a joke once where uh, we're I, not a joke. I was I was arguing with like. My son or someone And it was about swearing And there was a clip of mine And they were like you know i was like dude you can't just be dropping f-bombs and he's like you do i see what you say on stage sometimes and that was when like i mm-hmm. would swear more and all i could say was you know what f-bombs pay for a lot of the things that you have <laughs> you yes <know>? like, <laughs> when
1: your f-bombs start paying then you can do it yeah when your
2: f-bombs can uh, heat the pool then start swearing.
3: <laughs> wait did you uh do f-bombs when you performed magic in the bay area
2: Oh my God!
3: You went deep. Oh yeah, yeah. Baby. I didn't.
2: I wouldn't because I would perform at the petting zoo, and you cannot
1: swear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Happy Hollow Park. Just like there's no sex in the champagne room. Yeah, there's the, no cursing at the petting zoo. Even Happy when Hollow like, Park. Even,
1: even like the goat takes a bite of your favorite shirt, you can't be like fucking goat. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't no. do that. No, no apparently no. no.
3: Okay, it's got to be the TBS version. No. Freaking goat. I
2: loved magic when I was a
1: kid. Yeah. Well, me be, too. I Brad, really, are you being oh, serious? Of course.
3: I swear to God, yeah, I right. my mom bought me multiple of the crappy toy store like you too can be a magician in yeah. just six easy steps yeah. and here's 52 tricks that nobody will ever know how you did them yeah psych Anyone everyone knows because these knows box of them. tricks suck but <laughs> then we would go to legit magic stores in wow. downtown Seattle God. where like the guy running the shop has been doing it since he was 10 I love that. and he's just like you know, pulling birds out, you know, of his ass
1: before he like shows you a card trick. That wasn't a magic store. Okay, well, <laughs> that was just gay, that was a gay strip club. Okay. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, it, the
3: gay strip club was the magic club was inside of the gay strip club, well, and that was the trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Did but you, but
2: do you, you know, like I bought a
3: book I, that yeah. I would bring to class. Yeah, that remember where you turn the pages at the bottom it was blank, and if you opened, if you flip through the book from the middle, it was um, all uh, outlined, right? So black yeah. and white, and then if you turn it from the top, those outlines were filled in with color. And I brought that book to school and blew everyone's fucking mind. <laughs> I remember even my teacher, who was like, such a bitch, and she was just like so, just an evil fourth grade teacher. She meant well, but like just, you know, probably had a lot going on. I remember I did that trick for her one day, and I'll never forget her face, just kind of like, she paused, and then she just goes... I, I, what, how did you do that? And I was like, "Magic."
2: that's exactly, yeah.
3: you knew as a kid even just to go say magic at the end and walk away. And I remember I tripped over something and fucking, you know, wasn't cool about it. But what got you into it?
2: I mean, for me, like, well, the the thing when you were describing going to a magic store, I, I just remember, like, even, like, for me, I, this sounds so, it's just to, the first rock stars for me, like, as much as I, like... You know, there's there's Joe Strummer, Joey Ramone, Bon Scott. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, like all the these favorite singers of mine that I loved. But the for me, the first like rock star for me's for me for me's first rock star for me's. um, (laughs) Suddenly, he digressed into a New Yorker. Um, No, the first true rock stars for me were magicians. And I, and, and as a kid, yeah. it was because you know what it was. If you think about magicians, it's, it's very theatrical. Yes. And I, and it's I all theatrical. you know, and if you think about music, a lot of it's theatrical. Yeah. Like Sex pistols. That's theatrical.
1: Yeah. yeah. Iron Maiden. Very th- theatrical. Why does kiss sell tickets? Kiss, exactly. Not because the music's good there. <laughs> I said it. There you go. No, but, but <laughs> it's, it's a show. It's a show. It's an experience. And for it's me, thing.
2: I, 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 I've, I've, I've always been this way when, 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 Houdini when I saw the movie there's this movie from <clears> years ago it's a Houdini story with Tony Curtis and it'll totally age me but like there was a Tony moment Tony Curtis well to, done yeah and it was Good like reference. I loved that movie as a kid I was a little boy my parents I watched it and when they put him in this, uh, it was this milk, this huge. I'm sorry, it was like a big metal box, and they, they yeah. chained him up, and they threw him into this river, and then he had to escape. I literally was like, "There's nothing cooler than that." Like that yeah. is so rock star that he comes swimming back up, and he got out, and right. it's magic, and 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 it just it. I got into it so much, and then what ended up happening is my my dad. And was so, he was into it too. Like he was mm-hmm. like, okay, you're into magic. That's cool. And, and we used to, I had all these books and I started really getting into it. And I would. I remember we learned a trick a week and we'd sit at the table and I'd break out my book. And then, you know, the tricks went from the box that Adam's talking about with all the terrible sure. tricks sure. to all of a sudden like learning real legit tricks and really, really getting into it. And, and I remember even at one point, my friends like i was sewing so it when we were living on the ranch mm-hmm. and and we, we were living we literally lived across this is how how far out we were we lived across the street from a creek like and not like a creek like a stream like i'm talking like this is a creek and it's deep and during the winter you know it's <laughs> rushing by mm-hmm. and i remember we we had just gotten new trash cans to put feed in for all of the animals yeah and i talked to my friends i'll am do this the checks out so i'm gonna do you guys um, I have my handcuffs I'm like you're gonna handcuff me you're gonna put me in this trash can and then you're gonna chain the top of it and you're gonna throw me in the creek because I'm gonna get out and, and, and this, I'm, I'm not making this up I'm 10 years old and yeah. they put me in and they're carrying me across the front lawn to yeah. down to the creek and just by chance yeah, just by chance by God's hand my dad was sitting he was out front doing something goes hey he could tell they were struggling they're struggling because they're you know their two friends are yeah. carrying their bro in a trash can. Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, uh, what's what, you know? And this is how cool my dad was, hey, what's going on? What are you guys doing? And they're like, Oh, uh, we're definitely not uh, uh no, no, trying they, to throw no, your son in the, God, the creek. Goes, Where's Joey? And they're like, Oh, he's he's in the trash can. He's like, Oh, really? That's great. <laughs> like my dad's real positive guy. He's yeah, oh, that's great, Joey's in the trash can. Yeah, and he's like um, what are you doing there? Dad, they're going to throw me in the creek. Oh, you guys are going across the street. you got going to throw them in the creek. Oh, okay, great. And he's going to just gape, right? And they're yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, hey, check it out. Um, why don't we do a test run up here and I'll run the hose over the top with him in it? <laughs> and then they're like, okay, yeah, that might be a better idea. And then, yeah. you know, that's what he did. And, you know, I got out, but I was so into magic like, wow it Wait, got to so, the, it got so to, you yeah.
1: like even at 10 you, i was like my i have could you have gone gotten out of the trash can absolutely
2: you, absolutely. you, had, you had it all oh, dear, i had it all planned out wow i can tell you right now here's the deal i i have i have the first time i and i and because like you know you know how people always say hey when was the first time you ever went on stage and yeah. as stand-ups you know we say sure january 6 2000 or whatever right. um you know when was the first time you, your band played i know hmm the very the first time I ever went on stage and did a show, like and you guys will love like I I here's we used to go to this pizza parlor. It was called Arts Pizza. It's on 40, It was on 41st Avenue in Santa Cruz. We would go there and it was the place like you get grape soda, you play your shuffleboard, they you know they play the, the music. Oh, everyone needs pizza, yes. dude. They got the the video games, oh get my the quarters, yes. And, and then I said to my dad, I was sitting there and I was eating pizza and I'm about I was 10 years old, and I go. Dad, you know it'd be great, and he goes what? Well, and I go, you know what? If we did a magic show here, and he goes really, and I'll never forget. He goes, and this is how great my dad is. He goes, he goes, you know, I yeah, Joe, you know, what that's a good idea. Which, you know, when you're think about a pizza parlor in the Sebs, like I don't think anyone's like, you know, what we need right now. Yeah. We need a kid dressed in satin to come <laughs> up and do magic for us. Like I don't think <laughs> why. Well, it's like you got yeah, you
1: got the video games, you got the pizza, you yeah, got the shuffleboard. The
2: last, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We got everything. We're we good. Need. But my dad goes, my dad goes, okay, and I go, how do we do it? And he goes. You need to ask the owner. And mm-hmm. I, this was a huge lesson for me. At 10 years old, I walked. I hi, you know, can I talk to art? And they go, Yeah. And this big Italian man came over and I said, and my dad goes, Tell him, tell him your idea. Mm-hmm. And I go, Hey, you know, I'd like to come back next week and do a magic show. And I remember like he looked at me, and probably my dad was like standing behind me, like, do just let it. Whatever you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know we will be cool, and and the guy said, "Okay, come back next week, and you can have Friday night." And that was my first gig I ever. Wow. bought And I came back. I had my assistants, and and they put me in a my my uh, my closer was I, and this is what I wore on stage. Ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a black. You remember that movie, Close Encounters of the Third yeah. Kind. That yeah, was yeah, like yeah. that was our jam. I wore for some reason. I thought that's magical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my! I God. wore
2: my mom. Uh, she had these white like gloves, you know, mm-hmm. and I had feathered hair uh, and blue. This was the deal. Wore my blue cords with my desert boots, and sure. I had and uh, my. Cl- I did all my magic tricks, and my closer was I escaped from um, the box with the handcuffs on. Wow! Yeah,
1: and that was my closer. And uh, did you publicize the show? Oh, dude! I mean. I remember I packed it out. You know? Look at that! Yeah, I asked. I asked all those parents, and then of school, course though. the guy like, "All right, here's a free slice of pizza." Oh. When really. He should have given you half the door.
2: I you know. I didn't. I, I remember this though. We did get. I remember. I started doing more shows at pizza at, at the Arts Pizza, and my and I remember a lot of pizza was being like my dad was really in, like this is a good thing. And then mm-hmm. I remember I started getting like different shows here and there, and it always like I remember we got tickets to the East West Shrine Football Game. Oh yeah, and I was bummed. I'm like I don't want these tickets. And my dad's like nope, that's a good gift. There you go. Like, he's like we're going. You know, cause, right? See all the top college players. Sure. But uh, yeah, Magic. What, I, the Magic I always say. So is, that was your intro,
1: intro. Was my, performing. into performing
2: into show business man that's
1: fucking crazy I loved it and then how do you go from magic to rock bands punk rock
2: because I realized like um, if I like you know what it, what ended up happening was at a certain point like it's a lot of the same girls outfits. girls weren't really into <laughs> the scarfs, and you know like you realized, uh, oh you yeah. were
1: 20 years too early because yeah. <laughs> now they're all about it <laughs> yeah you know what
2: ended up happening with for me was it was uh, it, throughout that whole time I, I kept skateboarding and then when um my dad moved to San Jose mm-hmm. he uh he took me to this this place called Winchester skateboard park and that I was talking to someone the other day and that was really like if there's one like you know they say through your life there's like pivotal moments sure you know mm-hmm. that you you know things that you remember that that set you on the path for the rest of your life and Winchester skateboard park I, I you know uh it it was a pivotal moment because it really put me on the path like to like sitting here with you guys. And I know it sounds crazy, but it was, it was such a pivotal moment because I had gone from a kid that was into magic and and I loved skateboarding, but I didn't know that there was there was actually a sport and other people that did it. So and I and I was only into my parents' music at this moment. I was into like what they listened to, you know, mm-hmm. and and what they had at the ranch and they had good parties. And I, I was always the guy like my mom and dad, you know, at a young age had a great taste in music. And they would you know, hey Joey, go over there and put some music on. So I, I knew like, hey, you know what? Um, it, it's the beginning of the party, so I'm gonna put on you know uh, the BGS because everyone likes that. Oh, hey, now everyone's a little buzzed. I'll put Dean Martin on. And hey, now it's the end of the party. We'll close it down with Willie Nelson. Like I just kind of knew that okay. as a young kid, DJing. just because it was always there. Yeah, and then, but I I didn't know because I grew up on this ranch about like I didn't know about like ACDC or Led Zeppelin or any of that stuff until Whoa. like seriously like eighth grade. And I remember wow. this kid, my mom there she was hanging out with this other divorced mother, and this I went to this kid's house and I was like, Hey man, like. Like, what do you want to do? You remember like when you go to someone's house?
3: Was like, he your buddy or the moms no, it, knew? It,
2: it was the moms knew each other.
3: Dude, I, I mean, look, well, uh, well, I, uh, well, ladies, you know. I failed to bring this up, but my, I also, my folks, but when I was 10, but it was just my mom 10. and I, seventh grade through high school, right? So you got, you're, you're becoming best friends and enemies with your mom because it's that pivotal point as a kid where you're like, I feel like I'm becoming a man at this stage, but also, You like need your mom, like you still. So you're very much like I'd be like, you know, mom, can you like wash my basketball jersey tonight, and then like make my lunch early because I'm gonna have to leave. But then also give me space because I'm a man, you know. (laughs) So you're finding that balance. But so many places that we would go to, like she's like, we're gonna go to my friend Carol's place. She's got a son; he's a couple years older than you. And like sometimes, you they would always put you in a position to at least like that other mom prepped, you know, her kid on me. Probably being like, look, he loves pop tarts he fucking totally, loves Space Jam dude, Can you you're guys.
2: Totally describing this night.
3: And sometimes you match up and sometimes you don't. But yeah. like guess what? Ninety, I feel like seven percent of the time, because dudes are good at that at every age range, I think, like, to just kind of we'll just figure become it out. buds yeah. somehow. We'll what figure it into? out. Like it's, what are you into? And
2: well, this is the the thing that's crazy about it, it, it was that you the way you described it, Adam, is so true. There was this moment in time when like, you know, like, hey, we're going to Mom and her friend Are going to talk about How much they hate men And your fathers And the two of you who <laughs> look Celebrate at, men The yeah. two of you Who look exactly like The people we hate right. Are going to go in another room <laughs> <Yeah>. You know Because <laughs> I look like my dad I used to always yeah. joke When my mom would get mad At my dad Because mm-hmm. I, like, I think I learned How to manage bands too By dealing Because my mom and dad For years would not Talk to each other And I was the go to it was like... You I were would, peer mediator. It was Mick and Keith, dude. And I was Charlie Watts. I was like, my mom... <laughs> you tell that? your father that I need... And I go, hey, Dad, you would. I gotta talk... Mom says, you know... Yeah. And then, well, you know what, Joe? I'm gonna tell you something right now. Can you talk to your mother? I go, hey, mom. Oh, my God. Dad At said, what age? Oh, 10, dude. Wow. I think that's the reason why... I, I think that's the reason why I was so... When I managed bands... I always was. You knew how to manage
3: personalities. I how, yeah. yeah, I knew
2: how. Like, hey man, I know you don't want to hear this right now, but we got, it. dude. You tell him right. that I am not even going to do that song ever again. Hey man, he's he's saying he wants to do it, but not That's maybe tonight. You know, like, yeah, you, know, like you
1: just you kind of you kind of bend the truth a little bit, but yeah. you adjust to yeah. The before you know it, they're doing the song, and you're like, I yeah. got
2: what I needed. You know, yeah. everyone's happy. Yeah, that, but but yeah.
3: as for and the kid version of that is before you know it, we're going to McDonald's and I'm getting uh, ice cream and a burger. Yeah, right, yeah. like. <laughs> how how yeah. often would you have to peer mediate
2: well you know I would say I would say the thing that was great about my parents at least it was that it was that they they were both so independent and so individual and, and they never they never bagged on each other like there was never like you know I hate your father or anything like that. it was more things like you know, if, if, you're, you know if, if your dad needs you to be there on this weekend, I'm going to tell you right now. Tell him he needs to be. Okay, cool. Hey, mom says You know, it was a lot of that stuff. It was never like financial things or anything right. like that was, or, or even divorce stuff. It right. was more like, it was just, I was the middleman between yes. the two of them. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. it's but, easier sometimes, you know? Yeah, it was. And you, and you
3: probably recognize like, look, this is probably keeping things Kosher, a yeah, little bit more than Not when they were they would together.
2: Be. When they were together, it wasn't good. But when they, but when when my dad and mom split, it was it was it was easy to be the the mediator because it just was simpler. And my mom had her life, and my dad had his. But but this one particular time yeah. where I'm in like seventh grade or whatever, and this is before skateboard park, or I'm still listening only to my parents' music. And which I, is I mean, what again? Oh, this is like Village People, you know, whatever <laughs> was being played on the radio, sure. you know, pop music, um, Elton John, yeah. pop music. Like I was like, oh, like all good stuff, all the stuff I like, I. Even though when I got into punk, I never was a dude that was like, I like crass or, or like you know, like or discharge. Like I liked minor threat. They were a hardcore band, but they had great songs. I loved seven seconds. Why? They have songs. Like I always was a song guy. Even if the yeah. song was a minute long, there's a chorus. I love it. Um when I when I when I ended up this this one kid i'm at that stage adam that you're talking about like i'm still like i'm playing basketball i got you know like i don't i don't know like that my head's bigger than the rest of my body like i'm at that (laughs) part where i still i'm like what the fuck am i doing (laughs) in my life and i'm sitting there and and i remember i say to i say to the kid i'm like hey man you want to go and play basketball and he's a year older like you said and he's like he's like nah dude what, what are you talking about and I'm like, and he's cool. And he's like, I remember I went in his room, dude, and he had like a lava lamp. And I was like, Wow, like my cousin has a lava lamp and he's like he's like twenty, you know? And then I'll never forget this, dude. This is how weird it was. He goes, Hey man, you wanna listen to some music? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Well how? They're like, yeah, like and he goes and he goes and he and he had a stereo, dude, with like the thing, like, you know, the light that shows where it, when the stereo's going around yes. and yes. like Knobs and like yeah. this wasn't a stereo. This was like a, the commands not, to yeah. a
1: spaceship. Not it's, just bass and treble. Yeah. like everything. Like
2: this is yours. And he's like, yeah. And he had like a needle. And I'm, I'm like, like you know, not not that kind of you know, like a needle. <laughs> sorry, you know like record. Needle. Yeah, a record. And it's like I'm sitting there. I'll never forget, it, dude. He he says, what do you want to listen to, man? And I, and I I'm I don't know. And he gives me uh ACDC if you want blood. And the cover of that, if you look at it and you flip it over, has Angus with the guitar. Through it's a live album and it has it has like the guitar stock through his body and he's laying mm-hmm. on the stage. Okay, dude, I thought it was fucking real. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> there's a fucking murder scene on the back of this album cover. Yeah, and I'll never forget, man. I just stared at that and he puts that on and I'm like, holy shit. And then the game changer was he puts on Van Halen one, dun, dun, mm-hmm. uh, uh, running with the devil. And I remember he cranks it up, dude, and it mm-hmm. fucking. Fazed me dude it was like (laughs) I, I did and I remember this dude we sat in that bedroom for fucking the whole night and the next day we never left and when I left he had turned me on to everything from you know the the stones to led zeppelin to you know acdc to everything in between and i remember i went back to school that on so that was on a saturday and it's a sunday and i go oh my god it's gonna be so great when i go back to school i'm gonna see my new friend yeah well i didn't realize this but the reason that we went over there was because him and his his mom had decided she's leaving santa cruz i've never oh. seen this kid again my entire life i went that day to monday I go where's you know where is he? And I'm looking around. They go, oh, "Am I?" And they go, "Oh no, he 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 transferred. He's he's no longer here." He never
0: existed. I, yeah, he was a figment of your imagination. <laughs> do, do, do,
2: do, 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 do. Yeah, but it was a full moment where like this kid schooled me. Oh, dude, so great.
1: So this this is the song that got you in the music. Oh, yeah, right here. And ACDC yeah. is my favorite band. So oh, dude.
2: Bon Scott era. Yeah. I mean, right here when it kicks in. So great. Phil Rudd on drums, Cliff on bass, you got Malcolm on rhythm, Angus, and right here when Bond comes in. So tough. Here we go. Little Joe.
1: What? What's criminal? Yeah, what law? What law? Older kid? Yeah. Wow.
2: Why do I want to kiss my bro right now? Like, like, right? You're just like, let's take our shirts off. All
1: right. Yeah. I have phantom aggression and I don't know why. Yeah.
3: Have you seen them live?
1: Anarchy. Oh,
0: yeah. I've seen,
2: I've seen, I've seen ACDC. I saw, him, I saw him with. I never saw him with Bon Scott, but I saw him. Yeah. I obviously saw him with Malcolm. I saw him with Phil Rudd. I saw all the Brian Johnson. You know, I saw him Cow Palace. Yeah. Uh, I remember I saw him at the Cow Palace twice. I remember when I one time. I took, oh well, I took my son to the last show that Brian Johnson ever played, a- uh, ACDC, Dodger Stadium.
0: Wow, really? that was Brian
2: Johnson's last show because then afterwards they, they booted him.
1: Now he's deaf. Yeah, <laughs> or now he's. We yeah.
2: went, when we went down to do comedy, Jim Brewer. You know, I feature for Brewer, and he's you know ACDC. God,
1: that's like maniac. You, like you and him a, on a show. That's just oh a God. rock show. Yeah, it is. That's rock and roll all, comedy. All he wants to talk about, dude, is music. Yeah, that's Wh- all. Why? No,
3: he just. Well, cause he's talking about everything else in his act, probably. So he's yeah, like, no, no, I've no, talked no. about it. No,
2: what I'm saying is, like, if you're hanging out with Brewer, he just wants to, he wants to talk about music. Like, he's not like, it's the thing that's, a, he's like us. He's just, he's just a bro that, that, ha, that wants to talk about music, that wants to hang out. And, and, and he's into new jams and he's into like, oh, dude, we got to listen to this. We got to, like, mm-hmm. and, and when we went down to Florida, he didn't, he was like, look, when we go down to Florida, we're going to be Sarasota. And I'm, you know, and, I, and he goes, there's a chance. That Brian Johnson might come. And I go. I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Because wow. they all know and love him. Yeah, th- dude, yeah. they're tight. He goes. I go. What's it like if he we- opens for Metallica? Yeah, sometimes he goes like this, He goes like this, He goes, dude. Yeah. He goes if we. He goes, I guess, I go, what will it be like if we get to meet Brian Johnson? And then he has the best, you know, Brian Johnson accent. He goes, You'll just end up at his house and you won't understand anything that he says to you and you'll be drinking scotch. And I was like, Oh my God, I want that so bad. <laughs> and then of course the the night that we got there, I'm all day I'm like, you know, I don't wanna this could be it. I don't wanna bother him. You know, yeah. like, hey, is Brian Johnson coming? And then um, his wife ended up coming because Brian was over in like London. But I was still like, oh my God, Brian Johnson's wife's here. That's rad. You fuck Brian Johnson. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, What's it like? What's Descri- it like? Describe, describe, like. Describe, <laughs> yeah.
3: describe Wait, how did you become both with brewer?
2: Uh, I met, yeah, well, Brewer uh, was on my buddy uh, Chris uh, Shiflet, who's in the Foo Fighters. Uh, he does a podcast called uh, Walk in the Room or Walk in the Floor walking mm-hmm. the room or walking the floor uh, wait which one was Greg Barron's podcast is his walking the floor I don't know anyway you uh, can search yeah it. you looked at it wait which guitarist is uh, so Chris Chris is the um, I know
3: because I've seen Foo Fighters yeah you've seen
2: him a million times and you know Dave
3: what? came to our show in Australia gonna you, and
2: I was just going to tell you you've had to have meet you've had to have met my buddy did. Chris is he the short blonde kid the short blonde okay yeah he's yeah. amazing he's the he's the guy that he's like he's the lead guitar player for Foo Fighters. oh he's unbelievable yeah he's a ripper and he was in my band him and I were both in 22 Jacks together
3: holy shit
2: you to, right. yeah we were both in 22 jacks together he was my first roommate he's the first roommate i meet in la and are like the first not the first guy but like uh, like one of the, the second dudes that i meet when i moved to la i you
1: gotta know? start listening to this podcast they he's have, the first dude chris oh. stapleton on there and manny pacquiao yeah what's the name of it what yeah what's the name of the podcast walking the floor i'm gonna tell you right
2: now it's a great podcast wow yeah, yeah. dude pacquiao it's amazing
3: wait he's a, so uh he's a, pacquiao yeah he got him Have you seen them a bunch live then? Yeah, for sure. Oh, tons. What do you... Because I think the Foo Fighters are some of the last true just rock stars through and through yeah. that are still like have the energy to I mean the but way dude, Dave works that stage is mind blowing to me dude. and the fact that they'll do three and a half hour plus shows yeah, yeah. yeah. And, with and an
1: encore all over the world <laughs> yeah it's
3: crazy um,
2: for me what, what I love about the I mean the Foo Fighters for me I totally, as, a, as also
3: a rocker like what do you vibe off oh. of when you see them I mean what do you appreciate what, I
2: mean the the thing that I love about the Foo Fighters is just what you said is that you know what I love about the Foo Fighters tell you, I love the Foo Fighters that an hour before their show they're pounding beers
0: yeah. they're doing shots I, mean, I, don't, I hope hope I'm not, you know, no, I mean, it, yeah. I know
2: there's guys in the band right that after. don't, but I'm telling yep. you right now, the, yeah. like, I love the fact that, uh, that Grohl is backstage. I remember one time I went to the forum to see them and I tell this story on stage all the time because my wife used to give me so much shit uh, about drinking Coors Lights. And I would... Because I, 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 I like... You know, you got a pool. I want to drink 30 Coors Lights so I can still talk to people. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you so can. So you
1: don't need anything that's like... Thank you. 50% alcohol. Exactly. Or two drinks and you're gone. Yeah, then I'm gone. I'm falling Where's asleep. So I'm chill. drinking
2: Coors Lights. But she's always... Say, you know, why do you drink Coors Lights? You know, she, right, whatever. So this one night, Chris, they're playing the forum. And, th- and that's just a trip in its own because, I know. you know, Chris is the first... Guy, I, I come to LA. I don't know anybody, dude. I'm 24 years old. I just got kicked out of my band, and I end up this one dude knows me down here, and he sees me out one night, and he's like, "Hey, man, you used to sing for Frontline, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Are you da- what are you doing down here now?" I got, I moved here. And he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm starting a band." And at that point, I'm like, "All right." And I don't really know this guy, but like he goes, "You know, I got a rehearsal studio." I'm like, "Okay." I go over. We write some jams, and then he's, you know, I'm like, I'm not really like is it you know i'm not i'm not like grooving 100% i'm right. still in like uh like i'm still in the mode of like am i going to stay in LA I, I got kicked out of my band so i can't go up north and my girlfriend um, bailed on me and is already together with like another dude oh. and like they're moving into each other like this called is a, the house like I went for the like hey I just wanna hello oh hey what's up oh, yeah. <laughs> oh and then like he's like hey bro I don't wanna be lame but like I live here now and I'm
1: like oh, oh. And, you know that
2: mode where you're, and then you apologize sorry my yeah, sorry, sorry sorry I'm yeah.
1: calling my ex-girl yeah. and you're living there yeah Jesus. like
2: my stuff's still there and then you and
1: didn't like, become a country music star after that cause that that's like yeah did you go back to get your stuff
3: no
2: no but it was just that moment where she's just like like it's not so really now that. it's just overwhelmingly uh, uh, I remember I called my mom dude. A true story I called my mom I was I was 23 at this point I was living over uh, on my bro's couch and uh, I'm living on his couch and, and he, he's, he gave me he just went for this. he goes hey dude there's nothing going on for you anymore in San Jose come down to LA and you can stay on my couch for a month one month and after that you're on your own And I'm like, okay. And I remember I came down, he was working at this record label called Slash, my friend Brian Ray. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. Brian Ray, Adam Ray. Um, (laughs) And um, so he goes, yeah, you can stay on my couch. I remember the first night I go to his house, you guys, he's having a party and he had like real furniture and like a real girlfriend and Mm -hmm. like a real, like not roommates. Like I was used to like, yeah, dude, 20 dudes live in the same room, right? No, like it was like set up. And I remember um, the first time I go to his house. It's it's a party with, like, Jane's Addiction, the guys in Fishbone. I'm like, is that really Perry? Like, it was, like, it's, Hollywood yeah. happening. And I remember I'm there, and I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And I end up um, I end up meeting, you know, running into Chris. Or, I'm sorry, I meet this guy and I'm jamming with. And, and the first time we get together, like, all right, we're going to get a drummer, and we're going to run these songs with another uh, guy on bass. And I remember I'm sitting there. You know, sleeping on this guy's couch, but at this point, I'm like staring out the window at this rehearsal studio, like, oh my God, where am I at in my life? Like, okay. And I remember this little truck pulls up. And this guy gets out and he's this little dude and he has like a, a tie on and a collared shirt. Kind of like, you know what someone would wear like if they worked at Kinko's? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like, okay, yeah. this is my day clothes. Yeah. And he immediately like got out of his truck and he like put on the shirt and he's like, All oh, right, puts on his, you know, tennis vans. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, fuck, check that dude. Out. And I could just like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, and then I'm like, he comes upstairs and, and the guy that I was jamming with was like, hey man, this is Chris. And I'm like, what's up? And immediately I was just like, oh my God, like he's not sketch. Like, I like it was, so, you know what I'm saying? When you move to Hollywood, like, you got to mm-hmm. find your people, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like he's not, I could tell, like, he's kind of like probably from like where I'm from, like, yeah. you know, sure enough, Santa Barbara, surf culture, skateboarder. And I'm like, awesome. We start jamming with this guy. It, it doesn't go anywhere. We end up becoming friends. I find out that he's not even a bass player. He's really, I, I'm like, why are you playing bass? Like, I'm a guitar player. I'm like, wow, okay. You know, I'm like, why are you playing bass? Like, you know, just trying to get something off the ground. I mean, that's yeah. where he was. And I remember, it, we just became friends we started drinking beers together hanging out and then all of a sudden it just led to we were roommates and then he was and then when i when i was in i was in this band called wax and then we 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 went on the road and he'd never been on the road and i said dude you you should come with us and be like you'll be like on the road with us and you can tech for us so like his mm-hmm. first time on the road was you know helping with guitars and and we were on tour with the Boston's, and we just had such we had yeah. our own the mighty mighty Boston mighty mighty Bostones. Uh, that was our eight, first big tour is there
1: any other kind of boston <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was so amazing.
2: So you know, fast forward to all of a sudden, to you know, when your bro is playing the forum. <laughs> That's it's crazy. It's and and so and so
1: and open. Like and, like and you're flashing back to all those old times. Uh, yeah, of crashing and, and, on couches and fans. Yeah, and, and also like and
2: also a guy that you you shared the stage with, and a guy that you always knew was way better than you. I mean, Chris was always. We always knew, like when he got the gig. Like I remember when he got the when when the whole thing went down with him auditioning for years. He was the first guy to try out, and what had happened was. I was I had I was out in New York. I was flying to New York. I landed in New York. Chris was coming out to New York for some reason, and um, a buddy of mine, this guy named Todd Youth, who mm-hmm. played in all these hardcore bands, he had just passed. He just passed away. But back then, he comes up to me, and I we're on a corner in New York. He's smoking. He goes, "Bro, dude, you hear about the Foo Fighters?" And I'm like, "What's up?" And He's like, "Dude, fuck. Last night, fucking Franz left, dude. They're fucking get. They need a new fucking guitar player." And I'm like, "Really?" And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow. And my first thing is, oh, well, Todd's gonna do it. I go, so you're gonna do it, Todd? He goes, fuck that, dude. I'm fucking joining Danzig. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, Yeah, he's all I'm going out, fucking Glenn, I'm gonna be in Danzig. I'm like, Are you serious? And he goes, Yeah. And he's one of these type of guys, Todd, love him to death. Um, I was like, I had to say to him, I go, dude, is it lame if like a buddy I know tried? He goes, No, man, fucking cool, bro. Go call him. And this is back in the day, pre-cell phone. I have to run back to the house I'm staying at. Now, this is where it gets crazy. My best friend who I started Side One Dummy with Bill Armstrong he knew like the attorney or assistant to the attorney or something like that in the Foo Fighters camp now you gotta remember the Foo Fighters aren't where they are now they're right. still like first record style you know or maybe second record wow so he called I go, I go dude did you hear about this? and he goes dude fucking I heard all about it and I go dude I just ran into Todd Youth they say they're gonna audition guitar players and he's, and we both go fuck dude Chris is the dude like that's how great of a guitar player we like it yeah. wasn't like you know, Bill's a guitar player. He wasn't like, hey, maybe, you know, like, we just knew. We're like, it was this, guy. we were like, dude, what else if Chris got an audition? That would be fucking sick. So then we, you know, one thing leads to another, and I remember Bill calls me back, and he, the lawyer person, the woman who set it all up, the last thing she said to Bill was, I'm going out on a limb for you. Are you sure this guy mm-hmm. can pull it? Like, I don't know if he's gonna get it, but please it do not. make me look stupid. Exactly. Yeah." I remember i get on the phone with chris i'm like dude and i i pretty much remember it like he's like dude i'm going in for the audition i go are you serious and He goes, yeah and i go do me if i go dude you know what you gotta do you gotta learn like he goes yeah they've given me this many songs along i go dude learn more like mm-hmm. you you have an ear that can remember everything he's like he, he's like yeah you're right or you know he probably was like already thinking that and then i remember we get back to la and uh he's dude at this point he's, you know, he's, he's got a, he's got a, he's just a dude that was living in San Francisco in a truck and yeah. you know, he's just hanging out and he's, and he doesn't have a place to stay in LA. So he's oh sleeping on my partner, Bill, Bill's couch. And um, all of a sudden he goes down, he auditions. He's the first guy. They run mm. a bunch of songs and you know, and I, I've heard, you know, even Dave say it, Dave say it, they were done. And they were like, dude, like you nailed it, but we got to try these other people out. Thank you so much. Okay. They try everyone else out that night. Bill, my partner it, he says the phone rings and he, and he answers it and he knows it's dave He's like, hey is chris there and chris gets on the phone and he's mm-hmm. like hey man like yeah that'd be cool all right i'll meet you guys goes up hangs out with them that night comes back to the the pad after hanging out with them a night We're like, dude what's it like like are they cool? yeah like that's he? part of the process yeah, right it's like yeah, dude, well, you rock the hang? music
3: part can you hang can you hang can you, with, you which hang? by the way the white brewer and it probably eventually was like bringing you out cuz it's like with any uh just opener or Comedy, just uh, music, right? Anything. You got to, the hang is, just it's like TJ say, like
2: Miller says on crashing to Pete Holmes. Hey man, you know, you know, he's like, I don't want to drink. He's like, dude, you got it. Like it's, if you're going to feature, it's all about the hang you got to have, you know, yeah. we always used to say, a lot of people have been in bands not because they're talented it's not what they do on stage for 40 minutes it's how they play the van or the bus for 23 hours like yep. there's a lot of people that have wow. had great careers in music that probably aren't that cool that aren't so talented yeah. but they're just a cool hang mm-hmm. you know like dude you know like like, yeah. look at Van Halen it, you know is Michael Anthony like was he probably you know he looked like he could have been doing sheet wall you know <laughs> yeah. construction but they were like this guy's a great hang and he can sing yeah. let's go yeah. you know like um, but the thing that ended up happening was he hung, and then he, he went back and, and he goes like, back happened? and jams with him and goes back and jams with him again and then I remember like i'm i hope i 'm getting the story like I just remember i mean I do remember like we were all like hanging and like we' are waiting, and it was so rad because like chris cabin audition was all of us like we, this was like our guy and and we all felt like we want it was there was no weirdness we wanted him to get this gig, and then he gets a phone call at, at uh at the house again. Now you gotta remember, he, don't, he doesn't live here anymore. You know, he's just staying right. on the couch like all of us have done. He's lived in LA, but at this point, he's living in San Francisco. He's in between gigs. He's jamming with one band. He's playing here. Just doing the musician doing, grind. He's, play, huh? he's working yeah. at Fat Records. You know, he's kind of, you know. He's, but everyone knew like he's way too talented to do that and then Grohl calls him up and, I, and the story goes because Bill was there. It's like, Chris is like, hello? And he's like, hey, yeah. He's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and he hangs up, and he goes. He goes. What the? What do he say? He goes, dude. Grohl's like, dude, are you busy for like the next, uh, you know, the next two years? You want to go on tour? Let's do this. Want, come up to the Chateau Miramar, oh, pick out a fucking place to stay. Let's hang. And then Amazing. he fucking left. The rest is history.
0: Wow. Oh my
3: fucking my god, god! Seriously, dude. like and now you're just, in the Foo Fighters. And
2: are you ready for this? The thing that was so fucking cool about the whole thing was they immediately did a show with Chris in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll never forget as long as I live. Every fucking bro, every friend came to the It was at the troubadour and it was so rad, dude. It was so like I it's just silly to use but this is the word, it was cute. Like we were all on Chris's side of the stage, and yeah, Dave yeah, must have been like, like I'm talking, like it's the it was the Troubadour, and it was Intimate. sold out. But like literally, you know, the, it was sold out, like you know, safe sold out, you yeah. know, not like you know, not like, yeah, you fire can hazard, move. yeah, you know, yeah, like you, you can, can move. move around. And we were, it was like the whole, the whole, life. the whole side of Chris's stage for his first show. All of us standing there, and yeah. then we had a party back at my house, and everyone we stayed up all night. And we were just, we were like, we were celebrating harder than he was that he was in the band
1: That's and then so and then it just
2: turned into you know so when they played the forum and now
1: you never see him ever again no i
2: ran you know what's funny is that when we went to uh when we were when brewer and i were, were out with metallica we both were in um oh god where was it uh, milwaukee okay and it was so great because we went like they were playing milwaukee the night after and metallica was playing that that night so like Grohl and Taylor and all those guys came to the show yeah. the night of that. And then the next night they played. But uh, yeah, Chris, you know, just, and back to the Course Light thing, just if someone's like, how did he get on the Course Light yes. thing? But <laughs> the thing that was funny was when Chris did, like the thing I love, when you said, this is what you said, like, why do you love the band? Because when they headlined the forum, headlined it, they, they had a, a, a private room that was like say the side like you know it wasn't a little room it was a big room and it, and they they I'll never forget dude this is before the show and we were all like people that were invited you go and it was like okay so the circle of all the friends we're all in the room right but in the room is everybody and djing in the room is lemmy from motorhead now dude Jesus. this is before the show you guys this yeah. is before the show like like you walk in there and you're like oh my god and everyone's raging and i remember there's a full bar and like they're and dude they're it's like they're raging so hard let me spinning music and i remember i reach into i'm like oh i want to get some beers and i look around and there's this shitty styrofoam cooler cooler that just said grow on the top and i'm like like the kind you take to the beach you know, right it's like whatever and i go to open it and inside Cores lights and I just start pounding corps lights, Dave's pounding Coors lights, yeah, I'll never forget the tour manager Gus. at a certain point, Gus, yeah Gus comes Gus, in, yeah. Gus comes in he's like, guys, we got to play the forum, we're late, like and they're in the, like they're <laughs> they're raging so hard with everybody that they didn't want the party to end, right. and they're like, all right, all right, guys, like okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, we gotta get our shit together, you know? <laughs> and I just look over and there's Crown Royal going down, and I was like, this is a rock band, like yeah. I love yeah. I love it. They're having fun on and I, off stage. You yeah, know, I love it. And just good people. Yeah. Good. Absolutely. Good people. How good do you
3: people. feel that grind in music? Like that, uh, um, that, that you've gone through and that, um, um, all your buddies have gone through, like, how do you feel like that's prepped you for the comedy grind uh, and how different are
2: they? They're different. The, the thing I miss from being in a band is I don't like, um, I don't like when I have to travel by myself. Yeah. There's a lot of alone time. And I, I don't, that's all, you know what I'm saying? You know, yep. like, you know, like when we're at the club and you're headlining, and you're like, great. And you're in that room by yourself and then you're at the hotel by yourself. Yep. And then like, you know, I mean, if you, it, you know, it, I you know, if like, I know you guys have features, so, you know, you bring someone that you mm-hmm. love, you yeah. know, Sandy, he's, yeah. he's a fucking great hand. Yeah, you perfect. Know? Yeah. the best. So there's always that kind of moment where you're like, that was the only thing like, you know, like I, the thing I love about featuring for brewer is thats is that, is that you know, from the moment we get to the airport till the moment we both go you know he flies to Long Island and I fly to fucking California, we're joking around and we're just just it's like it's just we're we're having fun and like you know he rents you know he'll rent a car like oh, right, we gotta do this or you know on the Metallica tour, you know we're on a bus together, so it's like we just we're just fucking around laughing. Mm-hmm. and and just making each other laugh the whole time and I, and I love that because it feels like being in a band whereas I I love that about being in a band I th- I just used to love like you know, there is that moment, like when you're, when when you 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 know that I, you know you guys know, like you know when you have to go and you get in the Uber and it's dark out and you're at LAX, it's just sad. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know why you're sad, but then all of a sudden you see Brad and yeah. you're like, dude, dude okay, yeah. I'm not sad
1: anymore. Even dude. if yeah. it's six a.m.
2: Even if yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. But I run into comics. Like <sighs> we're all going out that day. We're all going out on the on the Thursdays. We yeah. do the Thursday night show and do Friday morning press. Yeah. So yeah, you you go to the American Airlines terminal. Any any flight to Dallas. Yeah. At like yeah. 6 a.m. on a Thursday, there's going to be a couple comics on comics.
3: Yeah. It. And
2: and
1: the it thi- also
3: makes the gig more fun when you've yeah. got that hang building up to it. Right? I, and
2: you know what? I, I and I think you're funnier. Like for me, I think I'm I know I know like a lot of times, like if I do a gig and I go with my wife, I have a shitty set. Cause on the way, <laughs> I, I mean, and I love her to death. Yeah, man. Cause she wants, to, she goes. Why are you playing the music so loud? Really? or are we? You know, why do we have? Uh, all right, and, you know, and then I'll go. I mean, I'm, I'm getting ready for the gig. Oh man! I whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are you talking so loud? And, you know, like you're like, babe, like you know, like, but like, if I'm with you guys mm-hmm. and we had a gig and we're like right now, like mm-hmm. if I had to do a set after hanging out with you guys here, I know I'm gonna have a good time because yes. you're already prepped. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: you're pra- you practice. You, I mean, podcasting, hanging, like it, it is a, a great example of this. I was doing um. The first and only uh, couch I've done was Craig Ferguson, right? And Santino, uh, Andrew Santino, at the time, he goes, he goes, hey, um, uh, let me come with, and and I go, yeah, I'm just kind of nervous. I think I was, I'm gonna be in my head. He goes, dude, let me come with because we'll hang and just I'll, I'll ease the pressure of it all, and and we'll shoot the shit, and then like it'll carry over uh, into when you go out there. I was like, well, that's fucking brilliant. That's I didn't think of that. And then yep. so we kind of were did that, and it definitely helped. Absolutely. And, and he just kept me loose, fucking around. And then even they had a little bar in there, and he goes. uh He goes, take a little shot of whiskey with me. I go, I can't be fucked up out there. He goes, one tiny shot of whiskey is going to fuck you up. And I go, all right. And he goes, all it's going to do is calm the nerves. The smallest little thing, but a little bit on my lips. And it was just like, and not that that was the reason that it it went well. But it was like, it did kind of just, you know what I'm saying? Like having somebody around you to kind of bounce off and just kind of. But what
2: I think ends up happening, and this was the mistake like I would make a lot when I was in a band. Like one thing I learned from being in a band was that. I tend to take something s- that's fun so seriously that I stop making it fun. Mm. Like I've been kicked out of I've been kicked out of two bands. Like mm-hmm. not like hey maybe it's not working out like we do not want to play music with you anymore. Please like yeah. w- at one point one band just took all their gear and didn't even tell me that I was kicked out. Like I thought it got oh, stolen. <laughs> I, and this is a true story I told. I, I, I this is a true story. Like I literally went down to the studio and and this is the first band I was kicked out of. And I was like, dude, I called our guitar. Player, oh, our shit got stolen. It's yep. gone. And he's like, bro, we don't want to play with you anymore. It didn't get stolen. We just took it all. And I'm like, you go. I'm like, oh, is that why my PA and microphone still? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's why your stuff is still there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: Like they didn't, the burglars didn't come in and just take our stuff (laughs) and not yours. You know, I I had to learn at a young age. Like, like I was, I'm a very, like, I can be super focused and super, like, we got to make it happen. And, and, and that, that's like later on in my life, that, that's been great because, you know, running a record label, Mm -hmm. I'm great. Like, I'm, I, I was really good at making all the shit I wanted to have happen for me for other artists. You know, like I would fight like fist to cuffs over Floggy Molly, Gaslight Anthem, Gogo Bordello, Title Fight. Like I like any band I ever signed, I was like, I will fucking like my partner and I used to say We only sign a band if we would literally follow the band behind them in their van, selling the record. If we, if push came to shove, would you follow them around selling it out of the back of our cars? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we have that commitment, then we sign you. And by the way, good job,
1: good job on Gaslight Anthem. Thank you. They are one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And
2: and one of the best. Yeah. Brian Fallon. Brian Fallon is amazing. I just did. You know, they did their ten year anniversary on Fifty Nine Sound, and it was crazy because when I started stand up and doing storytelling and spoken word and all that Brian Fallon was one of the biggest supporters and he
1: no shit and
2: he to the point like where he did his own show at the Troubadour and he was like I want you to open and I was like what and I, it was just me and him it was great I'm gonna <laughs> sneeze
3: by the way Brian, <laughs> Brian bless you Brian Fallon not to be confused with Brian Callen
2: there you go <laughs> yeah everyone's a like, different guy yeah. totally different very guy very different guy the, but the, the thing I would say though like the similarities just you know I, I loved being in a band And and it was amazing, and there was things I loved about it. I loved the camaraderie. I loved the gang aspect of it. I loved just all of us hit the stage, the the great, the funness, that 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 what we love of the Foo Fighters. You know, you all go out and they just you know they they crush it. I loved all of that, Um, but in comedy, you know, the stand up part of it, what I do love so much is. I love how instant it is in the sense that when you're working on music and you're collaborating with people, you know, you have to be respectful of each other. Like, you can't just say to the band, hey man, you know, let's do this jam tonight or hey, let's work on this. You know, you, you kind of have, you kind of have a foundation you have to work upon and and what I love about stand-up is, is you guys, you know, we can come up with a bit in the car today kind yep. of flush it out in your head you know maybe say it to ourselves maybe do this but tonight we could do a set and yeah. you, and, and all night all night all day long you're like i can't wait to say these 16 words together to see if it gets a laugh. Yeah. And when it does, you're like, "Fuck, fuck, a new bit." And I you're just it. like, "It did. It's, it's okay." And it, and it and it just all of a sudden you're but we're in a band. You can't really go You
3: got to wait for that immediate yeah. result. You have and, to
2: be like, "Hey guys, we got a jam." And then you we got to like flush it out. And then mm-hmm. someone has to say, "I really don't like it." And then you have to say, "What do you mean?" You know, you always, you know, and then there's yeah. And there's, and there's guys,
3: beauty in that process, too. Yeah, no, but it's is. a different, I mean, come it on. Just, there's something really unique and special about being like Absolutely. here's a thought and it's going to like I get to, you know.
2: And I played. I mean, the two bands that I was in that, that did well, you know, Wax and, and and especially you know, especially Wax and especially Twenty Two Jacks. Cause by the
1: way, and and just for the listeners, if you if you're like I don't know those bands, you. And I'm know, sure you don't. <laughs> you, it. You know Wax. You you just don't know that you know Wax. You have You've seen and heard Wax. You have one of the greatest music videos of all time. <laughs> Thank you for ca- for California, California, directed by Spike Jones. Where a guy runs down the street on fire in sl- in slow motion. Yes, you've seen the video. You've heard the song. Yes. Okay, it's, it's
2: the, called the Man on Fire video. I think now. Yeah, They're, it's
1: in like every documentary about cinematography and film. Yeah. It's just a slow motion. The whole video is just a, a guy running slow motion on fire. Yeah,
2: he ran by. A, <laughs> yeah, he, it's, it's, a,
1: it's it's perfect.
2: It's a two minute. He it's a two minute and twenty four second video of a guy running by that I think he ran by in like seventeen seconds or eighteen seconds. Or yeah, And it down. And it was shot right on a right on Gardner. Wow! Right down the street from here.
1: Yeah, so you guys know they closed
2: Sunset Boulevard (laughs) to shoot it, (laughs) dude. I'll never. This is when music was happening. Like, can I? Like, just, just for anybody that's listening, you're gonna trip out because you're like, what? Okay, we get signed to Interscope Records for four hundred thousand dollars, and our video budget was I think five hundred thousand dollars. We we got signed on a we got like we had gotten dropped. We had gotten like and the only reason i don't want anyone to be like okay you think you're rad because you got signed for 400 no it wasn't that it was just the abs- just the craziness that there was that kind of cash that yeah. could be thrown around at 11 p.m at a building on wilshire like it's just nuts you know and it was this it was we had gotten dropped we had we, you know we our first record came out on virgin and it was like when it was in it was it was when like you know it's early like pearl jam and drop 19s yeah. and smashing pumpkins are yeah. happening punk rock hadn't happened again the second or third wave right like rancid hadn't mm-hmm. happened yet green day hadn't happened so when we turned in our second record you know it was a we were inspired by the replacements we were we loved who's Du. we loved the, the keanu reeves movie or no <laughs> no like uh, we yeah. were into like we were into like all those indie bands yes. and that wasn't really happening it was more rock and then a year, two years later, all of a sudden, you know, Rancid and Green Day and that that next wave of punk rock happened. So when we got dropped, we went through a two-year span where we were just, that's how I started the record label. I started Sidewind Dummy because Wax got dropped. And I was part, I was living with my partner, Bill, and I was like, dude, I got to do something. He's like, well, look, let's, I'm like, we should start a label. He's like, let's do it together. We started that. That's what, I just wanted to put out my own band. But when my band Got added to K Rock and and that was at a time where if you got a a song on K Rock, it was over. The, it was over, dude. It was all right. I mean, Rodney dude, on the Rock oh my God. Show. It was, so was okay. Me? So <laughs> we're gonna do a wax, wax. Hey, wax is good. Godhead. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey. So well, I saw these guys at Denny's where I eat lunch. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, all right.
1: Are there any? Are there any people that want to hear it? Okay. Cool. Oh, well, yeah. Great video. Guy runs down the street <laughs> on fire. He's on fire. So everybody. This is California. i <laughs> song. wax. Like
3: was was, uh, was getting a song on K Rock comparable to like a set on Carson? Absolutely.
2: At that time, it would change your career
1: overnight. This this song Wax? Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, like I said, you've heard of Wax, dude. You, fuck yeah. You just don't know that you have. And there's a guy running on the street on fire. Yeah. Are you one of the few
3: people to have both a rock album and a comedy album?
2: I don't know. Am I? I mean,
1: it's got to be. I would.
3: I would look up that stat. That's pretty impressive. Wow. And... Nowhere near the top is the name of your. Album. Yeah. Nowhere near the top.
1: Just yes. Him. And you, and you talk about being a. You talk about being this punk rock dad. You talk. You, you, yeah. You talk about like staying true to your roots, but yep. then still having these kids and wreck me. Yeah. And it, it, it's got to be so crazy. There. There. There's got to be so many times when your kid does something, says something, and then you go, You don't understand. I've lived this and more. Yeah. I've done all of this. Yeah.
2: I think the hardest thing is is when you're saying to your kid, You gotta take it seriously. You gotta you know, why would you do that? And then he, he just Pulls up a video of you with a mohawk, stage diving, and and no <laughs> shirt on, or or there's a video of me in Austin to, or Dallas, Texas, throwing beer all over the audience, pushing security into yeah. the crowd, you know. And he's just like, okay, so wait a minute, so you're telling me I like not to do A, B, and C, but yet, and I, and you're just like, oh my gosh, the, like how do I explain to him? And yeah. then you're almost like, you're right, I just I just don't want you know when it when it's your the only thing you want for your kid is. You just don't want them to get hurt yeah. permanently. Like yeah. like you're just like, dude, check it out. Let's not bust any tattoos or like d- do anything that will permanently put you behind bars or right. in a wheelchair, you know, like let's just let's and that's the only thing. Like the rest of it is broken bones and bruises. Yeah. You're okay. You'll, that's that's, you'll that's my that's my biggest yeah. thing. But a lot of times my son and I will butt heads because you know, he'll be like, you know, he'll you know, he'll say to me like, "Dad, you're telling me like you're you're friends with the guys in jackass like you know like why like they're your bros but yet i can't do it and I, you know you're just like oh my gosh
3: i don't know how i'm ever going to f- figure that balance out like
1: if i become a dad like just that i mean of like scrub the internet here's here's yeah Like <laughs> right but, i mean it's you. even now I mean, now they're like now they're going to be able to pull up Tweets and posts and and videos that you made like when you when you were fifteen. Oh, my
3: nieces have been already YouTubing things to me and been like, "What is that? Why did you say that?" Yeah, and like some things they'll be like, "This was funny when you." What's a cum dumpster, Uncle Adam? Okay, well, "Ah." not my bit, not my bit. Uh, It's a Seinfeld bit. Everybody knows that. Sure, Um,
2: that's a Seinfeld bit.
3: uh, Well, I can attest from seeing you since you started. Man, you have become like. A really, really good comic, uh, like, you, like, like like really you said, funny you man. Dive
1: into it. You dive into it. You do everything. Like, but
3: you put in the work and yeah. you like grind it with shows, which is you know you create your own good luck. And there's no, it's not. Brewer didn't just bring you on the road because of the hang. He's like, oh cool, like you're also gonna crush. You know. Ah, uh, well, you that know that matters.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it means a lot you saying that because I like when we started this coming in here. I was I was laughing because you know I'm driving out here and and I and I remember when I met you, it was literally. Right. Like it was the month I started. Yeah. And I remember it was Darren who booked the laugh factory. Yeah. And we were doing, I was, I, I, I kind of, I got talked, not talked into, but I was like hosting a show and, and I was, I was there and I, I did not know what I was doing. And I remember, um, she was, yeah, you got to meet Adam Ray. You know, he'd be great. And I, and I, I had this little like, we were doing this like, online like tv show yeah and it was cool yeah and, you know and like people were into it was it. cool you had a lot and, uh, yeah it was a cool little thing and um yeah we got all the lights and the cameras i remember reading
3: a bunch of comments in the day because this was like when you know streaming and youtube oh, and was just some so i remember reading a bunch of comments and a lot of them were making fun of my vest and then not <laughs> knowing some of the bands you were talking yeah. about and i was like god damn it yeah the internet yeah. sucks yeah
2: and all, and also like it would have been nice if someone prepped me on what i was doing we yeah. were notorious <laughs> for like not to like People would show them. They're like, "I thought it was a podcast." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh no, it's live." Yeah. I remember Dom Herrera showed up in shorts. <laughs> he was like, and, and he was on. And this is a great thing, Dom Herrera, you know, legend comedian in shorts with Jim Lindbergh from Pennywise.
3: Oh my And, God.
2: and, and, and this is how great—just yeah. the two of them talking. Yeah. And like, and, and I remember like uh, it was just great. But, but I
3: met you at the factory, and I was, was like, and you were real nice and real gung ho and definitely real so eager. Gung-ho. And so, and I remember thinking like. Yeah but and again but anybody who's starting out it's like hey man like go for it like it, it you will know if this if it's not for you and also the world will tell you if it's not for you based on you not putting in the work yeah. you know what i'm saying you'll you'll just figure it out like you figure out with the formula people i'm sure that ask all of us like you know oh, what how can i do this or how can i jump this hoop or whatever and you're like you gotta be willing just to do it all and uh, what, and also, you know, sometimes according obviously being a, a dad and having other responsibilities but finding ways around then to, I heard Rogan telling a comic in the parking lot one night who was a dad and, and he was like, man, I just don't do sets or whatever, he's like, I'm a dad and Rogan goes, I'm a dad, and he goes, put my kids to bed at 8.30 and I go to my spots, yeah, 3, 4 true. and mm-hmm. then I come back and blah blah and I do all my so he's yeah. like, there's a way to figure it out
2: the whole time that the whole time that the, you know everything you're saying it it's funny because it's not funny but that's such a cliche thing to say but you know especially being on tour with brewer and and, and watching him it's he you know every night he he crushes so, hard, so and, hard and he does these things where like you know, he'll come up on stage and, and just when I thought like I saw, you know, I've seen the bit enough, he'll he'll mm-hmm. totally do it differently or he'll open up with something where I'm like, I was with you all day. Like, right. when did you even think of that? You right. know, or or he'll close with the something. I wasn't different.
3: listening to anything yeah, you were remember, saying, Joe, time, when you were talking to me yeah, at the yeah, exactly, coffee shop. Yeah, exactly. I was writing a bit in my head.
2: I remember one night, I remember one night we were, we did some show and, and, and like, it was at, it, I forgot where it was, but these people, you know, we're all hanging out and we're watching Brewer and they go up he's going into this bit and I remember he was doing an old bit that, and you know I'd never heard it before and he was doing it but he was doing it so new that I was telling these people I'm like dude dude this is fucking brand new you're mm-hmm. you're fucking witnessing yeah. and, they were, and we're all watching it and the people had never heard it either and then after the show I was like oh my god dude that fucking the last yeah. 30 minutes and he's looking at me and I'm like dude I don't even I got it. and you know at this point I've been doing I've done yeah. you know I've been on the road with him for almost two years a year and a half and he goes he goes uh, he goes oh no man no that that's something gosh i haven't done that and i was just like right there i go oh man it's like a being in a band you did like oh that's off my that was off an ep i released yeah sure. you know like oh yeah a that was much ago. material yeah and you're like i remember seeing i remember featuring once for eric griffin yeah and i couldn't i i couldn't believe he what do you mean you did five shows with five different five like like 85 percent of different material wow and he just you know he was just he was like joe it's because i've been doing it for you know 2015 whatever you know like i haven't been doing it for three years bro and i remember the thing that, that 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 was the hardest thing for me was that i remember rita at the uh the improv one night like i got up there and i and I thought, like, I thought I had a really good set. Man, uh,
1: manager of the Improv. Manager of the Improv. Those Rita. and
2: she's been around forever. Yep. Sweetest woman, but worked with you know everybody,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and you know she's like Joey, I really liked your set tonight, but but where's the crazy? And I'm like, what? And I remember she's like, where's the and I where's the just the where's the crazy? And I'm like, and in my head I'm like, okay, and like and you know this by doing comedy, both of you guys, people will say things to you. And you don't know what they mean. And yeah. she also said that night, I was like, and eh, eh, eh. she goes, Joe, you know what? Just enjoy the journey. And mm-hmm. I was like, what does she mean by that? So that night, I left, and all that I thought about for months, and would be like crazy, and like there would be nights where I'm like, Oh, this is what she means by crazy. Like, I'm gonna come in from over here and I'm gonna <laughs> rip over the, I'm gonna knock over the tables. That's crazy. Jesus. And I'm like, nope. No, that's not it. And then, nope. and then I was like, Okay, oh, I know what she means, crazy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'll pour this water on this person's head. Okay, that's, that's okay. Now I can't work this nope. club. Okay, I, okay I'm I've been <laughs> asked, you know, but then what I realized was when she was saying crazy, she was saying, Hey, don't be so scripted, man. Like yeah. let let it naturally go through through your mind, to your heart, to your fingertips, to the mic. Like let that happen. But I didn't that I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. And that also only came from me finally letting myself go and say, you know what? I'm gonna. I know what she means by enjoy the journey. It's don't get kicked out of this too, bro. Don't don't <laughs> oh, don't yeah. be so serious yeah. that you don't make it fun. Don't don't don't. It's it's just Joe just get all that you want to do is be good at it so that you can sit down at maybe um, coffee with all the other comics and eat your sandwich with them. And they don't say, dude, you're not a comic bail. That's all I wanted was just to be accepted as a comedian. And if that it's like Jerry Seinfeld says, isn't that enough? Like, you know, when he says, can't we be comics and that's enough. And I remember I didn't understand that then, but now I'm like, this is that's enough i just want to i want to be able to do a set with people that i admire and not stink up the room and have people you know have someone say something like well you know that that, dude i enjoyed that yeah it's funny and i can we can have a drink afterwards and they go and do their uh, comedy central special on netflix and and i'll go and do my thing at the next room and that to me took me i'm you know this is the beginning of my 10th year 10 years to understand and now i get it and and i can tell you right now if you're going to be a real if you're going to be a comic i I hate to say it but it it, the difference between being a musician and a comic musician you can turn off if you truly want to be a comic you cannot turn it off and it it, it seriously will fuck with relationships with your family your kids everyone you really it's like rogan says you have to turn it on and you have to turn it off when you're around those people like i remember our family therapist said, "Joe, when you drop in, you know, on stage, you're in the moment, right?" And I go, "Yeah, she said, just do that with your family." You know like when you when like and there's times where I have to literally go, "No phone, no jokes." Yeah. Right. I'm I'm a dad. Yeah. And yep. then it, but just like Rogan says, they go to bed, Karen I look at Karen, she says, "Go time." Okay, I'm a comic now. I go, I do my things, wow. so you know, but you have to do that. When you're a musician, it's a lot it's just in my opinion, yeah, that creative it doesn't not you. At least it didn't with me. And I wrote a lot of material. I wrote a lot of songs. Comedy gnaws at me like it's always around. Like it's it's. It's like, tough to turn it
1: off because it, it's, it's so. Because you're never done. You could always write a new bit. You're right. Oh, I wake up in the middle of the you night, what? just great writing
3: point. shit. Like it's yeah. it's a you know it's a blessing and a curse. Like you
1: could be done with an album. It's like okay, I finished my album, and I, now and, and when now, you go perform that song, like
2: California, yeah. people didn't go, oh, dude, I love when you change the lyrics. But if you did, if you do a new bit and you go, you open, you have a whole new bit and you change it all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. people are like, oh my god, like yeah, yeah, the best feeling in the world is when right. you get done. And you go in your head, you're like, God, I did a lot of stuff I did last time when I played here. And then I love when the audience go, Oh my God, I love all this stuff was so new. And you, yeah, I, and you're like, and they're like, you're like, yeah. I mean, then you're right kind of close and, with that last, but yeah. it was
1: different. You have to, st- you have to take a step back and go, right? I'm with my act every day. They're with it maybe two days out of the year. Yeah. So they they don't they're not in with it as much as I'm. Like you are your own worst critic, which is good. Because then that's going to make you better, but at the same time, you have, you have to realize, oh yeah, but my fans aren't obsessing over my act and with it every day. This, like you the, are the same way that you are. Yeah, you
2: exactly. your set, your your show is your partner. You know, yeah. it's like I, I remember someone said something. My, my partner at Side One, he he said something that was so true that there was this actor that was on like I think it was on Stern or something. I forgot the guy's name. Josh, I think it's Josh Brolin. Sure, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. If Thanos. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. He's but, Thanos. So <laughs> and, what, and he someone said to him like he had been in a role in a movie and like it was early in his career and um he wasn't that proud of it. But people love it. I don't know mm-hmm. what movie it is. And people would come up to him after and when he they'd see him out and they'd go, Oh my god, I love you and he'd be like, Oh dude, that was you know, I really wasn't and, and he realized they didn't have that relationship with that. They loved no. it. So him saying he didn't like it, it ruined it for them. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's the same way with stand up. Like you might think you know oh my god i didn't hit it tonight but the p if in when someone oh my god adam i love this or this was so great you know right. brad i love it. It, it, it it it's different for the person watching it yeah yes. opposed to you that takes great. a minute
3: to grasp that too oh my god i don't know if i gave Years. you any advice when i met you at the factory but
1: uh i'll give you advice now more dick van dyke jokes <laughs> And 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 also just thanks for being like you're you're not trying to be someone you're not on stage ah you are yeah. you are exactly who you are which I love and appreciate thank you, you you don't you don't it's not a character it's not an act it's you
3: probably a benefit of starting a little late right where you're like I know who Joe Sib is so I can just take that on stage and now it's just about writing and finding the but,
2: nah it, took, it I still had the yeah. I still had to figure it out you yeah. know um you know did I
3: give you any advice at the
2: factory? No, you were all. You know what it was. Or was I just were, nice to you? No, you. You know what it was. Was um. You you you, you were always
3: because I was nice to Vinny from Jersey Shore the Laugh Factory. <laughs> you no, got, you but guys that's just also both me. Have
1: like good hair, so you probably so you probably just s- sat there like yeah, like what products <laughs> are was, you're no, using. Was, yeah, you know yeah. what it was with you, Adam.
2: Was like <laughs> you know what it was. It was the same thing that like Chris had from Foos. You know, it was like you just like not that there's people there that like aren't cool yeah. you know but like there's some people that are very like welcoming and then there's some people that are like kind of that middle of like um, hey bro not now maybe yep. later sure you were definitely like hey bro right now like we're gonna be bros and and you can talk to me and I can ask you questions and it was also like it was at a time when the, the Laugh Factory was coming back so yeah. like, you remember Chappelle was there yeah. Dane had mm-hmm. just come back oh, yeah. and there was these monster shows and um, I remember like we would sit there and watch Chappelle. I remember yeah. was you were you there that night when we all sat there when Chappelle went to like two thirty in the morning. I
3: was not there, but I remember hearing about okay, that. Yeah, but yeah. I was at the Dane one where he I think went oh, like six yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. But I um, but the
2: thing that the thing that just that you were always super cool with was just um just being someone that you know would say, like if I said, you know, I could ask you like how did what do you think about that? Hey dude it's getting good. You know, you just gotta
1: work on this. Just keep getting yeah. up.
2: You know, just being honest.
1: Yeah, and that's uh and you pay that forward. You got to. And now, and now you're going to have a chance to do that to the next group of comics coming I out.
2: hope, man. I yeah. hope. There's a lot of great ones, man. I'll tell you that right now, man. Like, dude, you go out, you see mm-hmm. these people hitting it now, man. They get good
1: quick. Yeah. Well, if 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 people want to hear you hitting it, I think, I, <laughs> I think that's how the kids say that. Uh, your stand-up album is called Nowhere Near the Top. And uh, that is available iTunes. You Spot, yeah, you can
2: stream it on Spotify. You can you check go. it out there. And then, um, yeah, and if you wanna, if you wanna, if there's anything, uh, I always like to tell people, hit me up on Instagram. But also, you can just email me, Joe Sib S I B. 22 at gmail.com.
1: Um, hit me up and then, uh, send, send them all your complaints about wax. <laughs> Just say, like, <laughs> yeah, we've never done any was, shows. I was more of a social D fan myself. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to be out, <laughs> if, 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 if,
2: I don't know, I don't know if you'll have it up by where we're out on the Metallica tour. On but, Monday, man, yeah, Monday. Oh, so yeah. So yeah, on the Metallica, all the dates for Metallica, mm-hmm. um, are, they'll be, they're up on my website. So you can go to josib.com and then plus, um, Brewer and I are doing a bunch of shows, just, uh, you know, him headlining me yeah. featuring. And then, um, there'll be some dates on there where I'm headlining in different places and come out to a show, man. And I always love meeting people that you get to meet through doing a podcast and, and, and different, you know, it's, it's, it's always a cool experience. Like, Hey, yeah. man, I heard you on this. I'm here in real life. Yeah. And, and, I love that.
1: And you want them to bring their kids so that they can be friends with your kids so they can like no. set up. The, yeah, Do so not. Like, bring yeah. the kids to the show. Kids. No. Yeah, bring the kids. Because he's uh, looking to make
3: new dude friends. And Joe, especially if you're a parent. <laughs> you know? Joe
1: loves stories about how like you painted the fence the wrong color and yeah. your wife got oh mad at God. you. Yeah. Oh, he loves those stories. So After so <laughs> he's turning 10. Yeah, so you can just tell him all care. about the kid party stories <laughs> and oh all that. He's lactose intolerant. There's no
2: peanuts here, right? Oh, my God.
3: You know, he's a genius, well your genius didn't flush the toilet. Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice.